560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. Right. To talk to Neil, call 5670560 toll-free for Dayton Broward or pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Read Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Please, enough talking. Estuvo muy bien aquí. Just lick them. In the eggs, so humans and men are born to skip their way. When the hell says to send them back, and the hush begun, we want it all to go away today. And we're tired of Elion, and we're tired of traffic jams, and we're tired of all this crap. We just want to live our lives.
Okay, now who is it that did that for us since we always give credit when somebody does something? Chuck and Dan. Who is it? Chuck and Dan. Chuck and Dan. Dan, not Danny. Danny and Chucky and Danny and Chucky Danny. and Chucky and Danny. All right. All right. Now we're talking. 1004 at 560 WQAM. Happy Tuesday to you. Is there anybody in this audience, by the way, who isn't sick? No. no. Well, I sure hope so for your sake. God, this is uh, unbelievable. I think Castro's behind it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I think uh, the bearded son of a bitch is behind this viral thing. I wonder who brought it here. Oh, I'm sorry. No, seriously, stop and think about that. Everybody has got this viral crap, and yesterday I was like sick as a dog. I have like alternate days. Every other day I feel fairly good. Today I feel pretty good. And then tomorrow, of course, I'll be undergoing all sorts of tests. They're going to stick a tube down my throat and one up my... Rectum. Yeah. Why do I get to be an old fart like this? They just want to look in there and be sure, you know. But, God, this stuff just, the malady lingers on and on and on. And everybody you talk to is like puking and uh, other th- assorted things, all of these things. But we'll get through it. You know something? Maybe this is a delayed Y2K. Maybe our calendar was just a little bit off. And maybe this is just a little bit delayed Y2K thing uh-huh. that we're all suffering, huh? It could be. What are you laughing about? This is possible. Maybe the moon is in Uranus, something like that. Well, they'll find out tomorrow, I guess, when they stick that tube in my rectum. Oh, yeah, colonoscopy and endoscopy and stress tests and all this other stuff. Because, uh, you know, it makes a lot of money for the doctors. And they got to look inside there just to be sure. Maybe there's like an 85-pound tumor in there. Who knows? Who's that at the door, by the way? It must be some asshole salesperson, I bet. Looks like Todd Drex. No, it wasn't. Excuse me, by the way. I called him Todd Drex. I apologize. We already saw him once this morning. What is that? Movie pass. Oh, nice going there, George. So at any rate, is this stuff ever going to get over here? No. Oh, God. Good God almighty. Well, before we even talk about that, let me tell you about two of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life. Television being, just like I told you before, a lot of creative, uh, courageous people out there (laughs) in radio and television land. If something works, then we have 8 million copycats overnight. Now, if there's anybody in this audience who wants to tell me that who wants to be a millionaire, and I like Regis, you know. Regis is a good guy, even though he uh, likes Notre Dame. He sucks up all, all the time. He's my buddy, Regis. It's big there. It's bigger than both of them. Yeah, but nevertheless, uh, that show blows. That's a bad, bad show. And so what are we going to do? Let's copy it with an even worse show with Maury Puffigan 21. I bet you Jack Berry is rolling over in his grave right now. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Okay, now, if you don't know the answer, you can, uh, first of all, they, you haven't seen that one, have you? 21. They They select the contestants. They let the audience pick who's going to be the contestant. Based on what? Based on whoever they... Uh, the first uh, challenger was a Schwarzer. And I look in the audience, and sure enough, there's a bunch of Schwarzers in there. And they show you the result. Talk about getting an inferiority complex. Oh, well, here's Bill and Sally and Tom and Jimmy and Danny. And no, there's three of them. And uh, you vote for whoever you want to be the next one. And then they, of course, punch it in, which is a direct ripoff of what they do on it. They're all ripoffs. Are they good quiz shows? No. They're bad. I love quiz shows, but these are bad Bad, bad quiz shows. Now, you get three strikes, but you, like, uh, lose two of them, and you have to go home, and we whip the crap out of you, and you have to drop your drawers right on stage if you call up your friend or your husband or whoever to try to help you with the answer. Yeah, they have to call. See, my idea of a quiz show is, like, you do it alone, you know, which most of us can relate to. You do it alone. You know the answer? You don't know the answer. You don't know the answer? Well, yeah, good luck. Go home. We got parting gifts. Yeah, that's their favorite expression. Yeah, we got like a a six-pack of barium enemas, and uh, get out of here. That's it. Go home. Parting gift. Or the farting gifts. That's why they're giving barium enemas out, farting gifts. I always thought over the years they were saying parting gifts. That's it. That's a quiz show. 
not, oh, well, I'm going to, I got three challenges and I'm going to ask the audience or I'm going to call up my mother-in-law who mysteriously gets on the phone immediately and doesn't seem at all surprised that she's talking to Regis Philbin and that uh, her son-in-law is going for $85 billion. And those drums are going in the back. The drums are beating in the back. Do we have any drums in there? Drums are pounding. No, not those kind of drums, no. Those are boots, not drums. And the contestants just go on and on. Well, okay, and the drums are beating. Well, I don't know. Once upon a time, my little dog farted in the living room, and it smelled real good. Okay, if the South Pole is in the South, the North Pole is in. Okay, A, the, uh, you know, know what kind of questions are those? Bad, bad quiz shows. And it goes to show you how bad television is, that that's like, uh, now this week it's on every night with Regis. Because they got nothing else going on. It's big, Neil. It's bigger than both of them. Yeah, you already said that. Very, very weak. Very, very weak. And you know something? Any day of the week, and some people in the audience will laugh at me when I say this, <laughs> any day of the week I'll take prices right over either one of those shows. And then it's, oh, and here, you know what $160,000 looks like? Yeah, take a look at this, Maury. You don't want to know what this looks like? And they and they guy they give them a big black sack when they're going off with their winnings, and they throw a, a bunch, and you can't really even see that it's real money or funny money, just a block of what looks like money. Show us the money, okay? Because we're a bunch of greedy mercenary assholes. And then the show Greed with Chuck Swillery, which I already talked about, just pathetic, just pathetic. Where they try to knock each other out, I, they're going to wind up with fists. What they're going to do is combine quiz shows with Jerry Springer. And they'll have the contestants beating the crap out of each other because they knocked each other out of the running or else they gave the wrong answer or something like that. Bad, bad television. Bad. In fact, you'll remember uh, some of those people from 21 and $64,000 question went to jail because they, they were... Some people from these shows are going to go to jail not because they're fixed, but because they're so bad. This is 560 QAM. No portion of this broadcast may be reproduced without the express written from no, no, no. WQAM Beasley Reed Acquisition Corp. Nunca eches el papel en el toilet porque se tupe. Hey, who are you looking at? You can't look directly at him. You cannot look in his eyes. No. If you do, your job goes bye-bye. He'd say, when I come in a room, you leave it. You leave without turning around. It's no wonder they didn't last that long. It's much love. It's a kind of non-stop. Hope you five guys their job. And now they're suing you and your wife. It's much love. And did you speak to his mom? That you back goes your God. This kind of treatment just ain't right. Hey, you ever been to me? 1014-550-WQAM. Here's the best facts we ever received on this show from Ken in Miami Lakes. Nice going, Ken. It says, uh, Jimmy and Danny. And Alien. <laughs> There's another bid for Boca Bride, by the way. Yeah, you can just take the same one and stick an Alien in there, so to speak. It just says over and over again on here, Jimmy and Danny and Alien. Jimmy and Danny and Alien and Jimmy and Danny and Alien. 
Oh, my God. Is there anything else going on in this town? No. I mean, all of us are like sick as the dog, and everybody's got uh, intestinal flu and puking and uh, all kinds of crap. And the crap <laughs> to top it all off. Here's a great cartoon, which I missed. Thank you for faxing this to me from the Sun Sentinel on uh, whatever day this is. It says, what's next for Alien? And it shows him sitting in a chair with a, a thorn, the a thorny crown. He's sitting in a high chair, and there's a, a guy with suspenders. It's one of your people, of course. He says, Idios, I'm cured. He's touching him on the head. Yeah, the miracle worker. He's the baby Jesus. I know it. The baby Jesus. Interesting poll, by the way. Channel 10, it seems to me, and I hate to say this because I will never watch Channel 10 News. No. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. But Michael Putney, who's a good guy, even though very stilted and boring, but a good guy, they expanded his show yesterday morning, or uh, Sunday morning. Gee, I missed Monday. All right. Uh, on Sunday morning, they expanded that usual boring Sunday morning show, and uh, they showed all these polls that they took. Very, very, in, uh, muy interesante. Of all the people they had, and the question was, uh, do you support the slowdowns and the civil disobedience in regard to all this crap that's been going on here? Of all the respondents, 74% of the people said no, no and only 24% said yes. Of the Hispanic respondents, 28% said yes. and 68% said no. No. no, no, no. How do you like that? See? See? No. No. I see. Yeah. So this is, and that's why there have only been a handful of people out there because the fact is that what, and I'm not going to go into that thing about should he stay, should he leave, because I'm just, I can't stand it. Maybe that's what I got. Maybe I got alien disease. That could be it. Uh-huh. Just coming out of every pore of my body. I can't take anymore. With all the respect to this poor little kid, and I do mean poor little kid, because he still is even more than ever before. We got Dan Burton now. We got this local judge whose name is Gonzalez, but she's a Puerto Rican, and all this other crap going on. And this kid, they're tugging on one arm and tugging on the other. He is a human wishbone. So I feel really bad for him. And, of course, thank God that we, at the time being, he isn't over there because they, uh, they propagandize over there. All propaganda. Thank God we don't brainwash and propagandize over here. All right. That's not the American effing way, is it? Oh, it is? But, it, like I said, they're two different issues. Two different issues, and I noticed that the assholes, uh, the, the, the Basulto, Joe Basulto, from your friends, uh, what is it, brothers uh, lost in the Everglades shooting themselves in the feet, the 66, is that what it is? Yeah, something yeah. like that. And that uh, Saul Sanchez and that uh, Getsky with the Yarmulke, who I'm, I'm starting to get pissed every time I see him. I'm sick and tired of yours. I am. No, he's not one of mine. Sure he is. No, he is not. Oh, he's not one of anybody. He's a gold Getsky is what he is. God, get that schmata off your head. People are starting to talk. And and he and he's talking about brainwashing. I saw that King had six hundred guests on last night talking about this. And here's this Getchki with a schmata on and he's talking about the potential for poor little alien over there being brainwashed. And I'm thinking to myself, who are you kidding with that with that schmata on your head, Spencer? And how many Yidlock do you know named Spencer except maybe Spencer Ross? Remember Spencer Ross? No. Well, too bad. Stan Burstein and Spencer Ross? No. Come on, get with it. Get with it. Completely in compliance with the law. Oh, well, what is that on? Uh, some NBC. I, I oh, no, I, well, I don't know. I don't want to put that stuff on again. I on can't handle show. it. Huh? I, I will not put that on. But like I said, there's two different issues. And I guarantee you, I assure you, I promise you, that nothing different would have happened except a lot of people, a lot less people would have been inconvenienced and a lot of people would have a big smile on their face. They wouldn't be as sick if just a whole bunch of people would have come out and demonstrated peacefully 
Ileana Gross-Layton would have still been there, and Jose Basulto would have still been there, and Saul Sanchez and all these other Getchkis, they still would have been there, and they still would have gotten their brownie points, and Dan Burton, who never met a Fidelity liked, and of course, who hates Janet Reno like poison, he still would have done his thing, and all the right-wing Republicans would have still been doing their thing and making a big political issue out of this. Without inconveniencing anybody, and without the threats, that's what really pisses people off, the threats. Oh, we're going to slow down the airport. Well, what is that going to accomplish? Yeah, like a bunch of spoiled little brats. And let me say it again, a very, very small, tiny minority of assholes, assholes, and each and every one of you that believes that blocking off and disrupting other people's lives who have nothing to do with whatever your issue is to get your way, it's not acceptable. You're an asshole. Period. Sun Sentinel on Saturday. In fact, two good editorials. Of course, the Herald... Harold just can't seem to find the cojones to really tell it like it is, you know? I can't imagine why, you know what I'm saying? I can't imagine why. Sun Sentinel on Saturday says, Elian Gonzalez's protest must be peaceful and legal. It says anyone who wants to demonstrate against the U.S. government's decision to return Elian Gonzalez to his father in Cuba has a right to do so, but this right includes an obligation to protest in a peaceful and legal manner. Yes! The protesters who have tried to block traffic and disrupt orders are breaking the law and in the end hurting their cause. Absolutely. Absolutely correct, sir. It appeared that no more than a 1,000 protesters in Dade County, home to 780,000 Cuban-Americans, took to the streets on Thursday to demonstrate against the INS decision. While a majority of Cuban-Americans may believe Elian should stay in the U.S., most have remained calm over his imminent return to Cuba. A minority, though, have sat in the middle of busy intersections, charged barricades, and thrown bottles at police officers who try to control the crowd. Such behavior is not only irresponsible and illegal, it's dangerous. Absolutely correct, sir. Two protesters were run down by an angry motorist who was trying to get around the demonstrators. Fortunately, the two protesters were not seriously injured. In a separate incident, a police officer was also hit by a car and taken to a hospital with minor injuries. This reckless behavior needs to stop before somebody gets killed. Absolutely correct, sir. Protesters include many elderly Cuban-Americans who are the faithful listeners of Spanish-language radio programs that have expressed outrage over the alien issue. Radio commentators have a right to free speech, but they also have a responsibility to encourage respect for law and order. Absolutely correct, sir. Some violent protests involve young people who have seized the alien debate as an invitation to a, to, to a brawl. They are clearly out on a joyride. Yes! Well, it sounds like my show from that day, doesn't it? Miami-Dade police have a difficult situation and need the help of exile leaders to maintain peace. They should get this help without reservation. Those who truly believe Elian should stay are not helping this child when they try to hold a city hostage by promoting civil disorder. Protesters are convincing most non-Cubans that Elian should go home sooner rather than later. Oh! There you go. And let me just say this. Let me add this in the middle of these two great editorials from the Sun Sentinel that at this point I'm just – I have no problem with this stand. No problem with that. And like I said on Friday, I could make the world – forget about that uh, Getsky with a shmata. I could make a thousand times more convincing case for him staying. The father applied for an exit visa twice in Cuba. There is not one word now that comes from the father that can be believed because of the fact that they whisked him away from the house. Castro wined and dined him, and they had him like in custody there for a week, brainwashing, doing their thing. Although he did not go to Disney World, did he? No. no. Not yet. No. In addition to which, how about the dry foot, wet foot policy, okay? Thanks to those two fishermen in Pompano Beach, the kid managed to get his feet on American soil. He's here. How come he couldn't stay? Like all of the other people, many of whom, quite frankly, ought to go back. 
please. So there, there's a there's a tremendous case to be made, and of course it's very obvious to anybody who wants to look at this objectively. The reason the father isn't here is because he's got a wife and another child over there. Now, even if Castro allows him to come here to pick up his son, is he going to allow that? You know what it reminds me of? Which Godfather was it? Godfather two, with the brother. With the brother. Oh yeah, and all of a sudden, oh, I didn't uh, know no Godfather. Hey, I was in uh, the olive oil business with his father. I didn't know no Godfather. Yeah, they told me to say this, to say that, but I mean, but I was okay, sure. Yeah, Frankie Pentangeli. That was between the brothers. Yeah, it was between the brother because they brought his brother in from Greece. They stood him in the back of the courtroom. He looked around, and all of a sudden, buddy, he was singing a different tune. Am I right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Same thing here. If uh, Elian's father comes over here, they got the, the, are they going to let them all come here? No. Of course not, because if they let them all come here, they're all going to say, hey, guess what? We decided to defect Bafangula for now. We're not coming back. I mean, does it take a genius to figure that out? No. Of course not. Of course not. So he's not going to let the Gatsa Mishpacha come over here, the grandparents, the father, the, the uh, new wife. and Of course not. So there's an overwhelming case that can be made for this kid staying here. And quite frankly, I don't care. I don't care. I think that most of us would like our lives back. Yeah. I mean, surely there must, oh, don't call me Shirley. There must be more important things going on in the world and in this town than, than that. Yeah, With, Jimmy and Danny. Exactly. Jimmy and Danny without Elion. Yeah. yeah. For one more week, by the way. And by the way, George tells me that yesterday there were people calling George with dolphin comments. Oh, my God. Are you people out of your mind calling Mr. Anti-Sports? And by the way, don't call me with it either because I don't want to hear about you beating a girls team on Sunday. I saw that crap. Jesus Christ. Desperation to beat, to squeeze by a girls team. Oh, and these people all of a sudden, oh, gee, we want some hope. We want. No, we'll throw you not some hope. We'll throw you some rope. So you can go hang yourselves, okay? You people that are living in some kind of a dream world in a delusionary state like Florida. But the other issue, like I said, the one that's important is how you go about doing these things. And this crap has got to stop. And these incessant threats. Oh, well, you know, and I, and I love the way he says, well, you know, of course, if he does go back, I have no, I can't say what would happen in this town then. There's no telling. Yeah. Threat after threat after threat. And let me ask you, how much disruption are you going to cause with your 1,000 misfits? Because between the Channel 10 pool and the very small numbers of people who showed up who were mostly old, the people like it said in the editorial, and a bunch of punks out there for a joyride on the streets, how much disruption are they going to cause? There just aren't that many. The overwhelming majority of people, whether they're Cubans or Americans or uh, Africans or uh, Martians, they don't give a flying crap. They have an opinion, obviously, because they've been overwhelmed with this stuff day after day after day, even more than Jimmy and Danny. They have an opinion. But they're not going to, like, take uh, time from uh, making a living and living their lives and getting laid or whatever else it is that they enjoy doing to uh, go out there and uh, make a whole big timus over this because it's just not that important. It's one kid. Like the Haitian kid who was sent back. And, you know, they went out, they had a peaceful demonstration. Did they win any brownie points? No. Oh, that was a bad expression. I'm sorry, brownie. Uh, uh, darky uh, points? No. Whatever. No. No. Very sad. And the other, the one in today's uh, subpoena complicates matter. Congress, no place for custody battle. But, again, keep in mind Dan Burton. Here's the guy who was trying to get Janet Reno impeached last year because she wouldn't appoint that special prosecutor. Hates her like poison. And, of course, uh, co-author of the Helms-Burton uh, Act. Hates Fidel and Janet Reno equally as much. In fact, if uh, Janet had a beard, probably he'd think they were the same person. Janice Masmacho, Janet or Fidel. Uh-huh. That infidel. 
Not that we're bringing politics into what you understand. And then Larry blows it last night. Of course, I did watch that because he had 15,000 guests on here. He says to Dan Burton, do you have, a, do you have children? Evidently, Larry's Alzheimer's must be kicking in again. Uh-huh. He must forget that illegitimate child that came out last year during Penisgate. Dan Burton fathering an illegitimate Mr. Moralist like Henry and his Hyde. Henry Hyde who broke up the family of that guy in uh, wherever the hell he lived in Weston. Right. You faker, Dan Burton, do you have any children? Yeah, some that you know about and some that you don't. Oh, my God. And then, of course, that jappy cousin of his, of Alien, at uh, whatever her name is, uh, Gonzalez Ross uh, Garcia Schwartz Jones uh, Rodriguez, whatever her name is. Oh, if I have to see her for one more second on there. She, now she's an expert on immigration. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. The whole, the Gatsamashpocha, they're all immigration experts now. Jim Mandich talks sports. Oh, oh right. right here on Sports Radio 560 QAM. From the director of the Shawshank Redemption, it's the movie you knew Tom Hanks would eventually make. God did not put a gift like that in the pants of a man who he did not intend to use it. Starring another slow-witted southerner, our president. He told me not to go near it because it was so big, and they were right. Oh, yeah, well, whoopsie-daisy. Here, take my hanky and wipe your chin off, would you? Can't have any evidence. It's the creamed smile. Whoopsie, that was almost really embarrassing. Yeah, do you see any more anywhere else? Oh, well, you see, you still miss some, damn it. You have to clean that up, darling. The creamed smile in CD theaters everywhere. 1031 and 560 WQM. So George tells me yesterday was kind of a, a battle, a struggle here, and it looks to me like it's going to be again today, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Which I don't understand for the life of me. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. In today's Sun Sentinel, it says subpoena complicates matter. Congress no place for custody battle. U.S. Representative Dan Burton has made the case of Elian Gonzalez any easier to understand by issuing a subpoena to have the child testify before Congress on February 10, an action that could postpone the boy's return to Cuba. What can a six-year-old child who does not speak English possibly tell American lawmakers? The likely answer is very little. Burton, who is chairman of the House Government Reform Committee, said he's trying to buy time for Elian supporters so they can take the boy's case to court. Yet these supporters don't need a congressional subpoena to ask the courts for a temporary restraining order against the INS, which had decided to send a, home, a boy home January 14th. In fact, the Miami-Dade Circuit Court judge issued a temporary protective order Monday that would keep Elian in the U.S. until March, giving the boy's Miami relatives their day in court. While the courts are the proper place for a custody battle, a congressional hearing is not. The subpoena is addressed to a six-year-old, and it's unclear what impact it'll have on the INS, if any. Let's get real. This is a little boy who watched his mother drown and now finds himself separated from his father and his closest family members who live in Cuba. Supporters raise a valid point that Elian would have a better life in the U.S., but a better and free life, though important and precious, is not enough to terminate a father's parental rights. The INS has determined that Juan Miguel Gonzalez is the legal guardian of his son, Elian. Federal investigators found that Gonzalez had a close relationship with the boy, even though he was divorced from Elian's mother, who drowned on the journey to Florida. Cuba's communist regime may be forcing Gonzalez to insist on the boy's return to Cuba, as Elian's U.S. supporters suggest. It would be better if Gonzalez traveled to the U.S. to make his true wishes known, but no father needs a dictator standing over him to say that he loves his son and wants him to come home. Burton's subpoena isn't shedding any light on Elian's case, only making it more complicated. It's an indication that Burton, a conservative Republican from Indiana, can't let go of the Cold War. How do you like that? Two great editorials and a Sun Sentinel. Two out of three days, not bad. 667. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Looks like the cat's got their tongue this week. Here's Fort Myers. Hello. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Okay, sir. All right. You were talking about, well, first of all, 
yeah, I was watching Larry last night, Larry King. Yeah. And he had these people on. He had some, uh, some. I saw it. Yeah, oh, you saw it. Okay. Yeah, it's amazing to me. I'm convinced more than ever that that six-year-old boy is going to be the next great philosopher because that girl, that cousin, okay, the cousin that boy is saying that supposedly he can explain how, how people are suffering in Cuba. Okay, he can explain how he wants to stay here. A six-year-old boy knows this, Neil. A six-year-old boy can, 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 can hold a... Uh, and don't forget uh, uh, Senator Bob Smith from New Hampshire, that good Republican right-wing fat slob. He says, oh, Elian told him a couple of times he wants to go back home. Well, he doesn't uh, want to go back home. He wants to stay here. Listen, I have nothing against the boy. I just really, this is really sad. I mean, yeah. I used to live in Miami, and this is, this is really... It's a, it's a circus. It's a three-ring embarrassing circus. Right, yeah, I mean, there you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling, like I said, I'm telling my friends, the family, everybody, that kid's going to grow up to be the, like the next Confucius or great philosopher mm -hmm. or something. Maybe he'll be... He's already uh, performing miracles. He's healing people. He Maybe he is the baby <laughs> Jesus. Hey, on a second note, yes, by sir. the way, did you happen to see the Today Show this morning? No. I don't watch the Today Show. You will never, never. guess who Matt Lara was talking to this morning. He was talking to Art the Bell. The baby Jesus. He was talking to Art Bell. Oh. And some... Oh. And some... Uh, some... New York Times, not New York Times, but some writer, but he wrote a book. If you check it out on Amazon, Ardell wrote a new book called The, Clump, the Coming Global Superstorm. Yeah. More Intending Danger. Oh. Something about, yeah, something about the, uh, the, the, melt, the, the melting ice cap of the mm -hmm. polar north. I mean, this, this guy's crazy. It's crazy. I don't. I don't know. And have a great day. Take care. That that tells you what it's coming to when the, the Today Show, a supposedly respectable news show, puts Art Bell on the air, a madman, a radio madman, appealing to the craziest people in the U.S. of A. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line eight seven 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 eight five Neil out of town line. Here's a call in the Grove. Hello, Coconut Grove. Neil, happy Tuesday. And back to you. How are you? I'm uh, better. Good, um, but anyway, um, uh, yesterday, I don't know if it was Channel 7 or Channel 4, uh, they they used your um, Jimmy and Danny bit. Really? And, uh, Where the hell did they get that? I don't know, but it was on the sports, uh, when they did their sports uh, show, uh, and it, you know, they, they popped it out there and uh, kind of cracked up. But, uh, they actually played uh, Jimmy and Danny. Yes. Yes, huh. I don't know if it was Channel 7, if there's anybody out there that did uh, see it. It was either Channel 7 or Channel 4, and it was on the sports show. But, of course, they didn't give us credit for it. No, no, not no. at all. No. They didn't mention uh -huh. uh, WIOD, the sports station, at all. WIOD? W um. <laughs> did you say WIOD, sir? Is that what I just heard you say? Uh, I, I, oh, uh, my God. I'm sorry. WIOD. Oh, I hate that station. Yeah, me I'm, too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. It was a, a, a great light moment. But anyway, about this uh, six-year-old, uh, just to, uh, let all those misfits out there, those old farts out there that are uh, the cause of this, and a couple, uh, they just they got to stand their ground, and uh, they got to... We just got to get strong with them and uh, not we gotta get with strong, this because, yeah. <laughs> because Miami is a toilet. You got it. And uh, thank you for taking my call. And, and thank you for nice making day. your call. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for making your <clears throat> statement and movement. In fact, here's a fax from a chronic faxer. It says, ever since Alien came to Miami, I know a lot of people, including myself, have got diarrhea. How do you like that? I'm telling you, I think uh, Fidel. Fidel sent some kind of a killer virus here with the baby Jesus to try to uh, poison South Florida. Don't take it out on the kid, but boy, oh boy. And maybe it's just a coincidence. Do you think it's a coincidence? No. That everybody seems to be like sick and puking and gagging and uh, <coughs> squirting their brains out? Wow. Maybe we better have a congressional investigation about that. And who better to uh, head it up than Dan Burton, of course? 
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I thought they'd be smoking today, man. I thought they'd be hyperventilating. Here's Hialeah. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Glad you're feeling better. Uh, just a quick comment on immigration. You know, we we have so many different types of type of ethnic groups in this in this country and all all these cities to last us for the next two centuries. I can't understand why every time somebody wants to maybe change the immigration system and close our borders, automatically it's late. And, and don't forget, by the way, the people who want to do that are these same Republicans that are screaming and yelling about poor alien, let him stay here, et cetera, and so on. Those are the ones that want to close the borders, don't want any more immigration, et cetera, and so on. But, of course, don't confuse the local people here with that because they vote for all Republicans anyway. So what difference does it make? Right, and it's unfortunate that the candidates, those are the type of candidates that want to close our borders because right away they're labeled as racist. Anybody who wants to close our borders is labeled as a racist, and I don't understand. That's a legitimate uh, suggestion. I say take care of the American people first. Take care of the people we got here now, then start worrying about the being godfathered to everybody else. Absolutely. Connie's baby. Yeah. Absolutely. And one last comment. If if the courts tomorrow, come February, come March, decide that Elian has to go back to Cuba, I'm willing to accept the United States government's decision. And if I want to protest, I'll go out there and I'll do it in a peaceful manner. But I guarantee you that if, that if that decision comes to light, oh. these people are going to go back out there and break the law and do the same thing they did all over again. It's a ridiculous, ridiculous progression. Just cross your fingers and pray that uh, we don't have to go through this again this Friday. Oh, especially I'm, anybody who might have to go to the airport on Friday. Oh my God! I'm definitely praying. One last comment. You know, I know that you got a viral infection. I just want a to viral think, infection, yeah, uh, uh, from the uh, intestinal. Yeah. Uh, I, I was going to suggest to you, and I know you may not want to hear this, but I don't want to hear it. The Atkins diet. I don't think it's helping you. I'm, who's doing the Atkins diet? I'm not doing the Atkins diet. Oh, you're not I doing do it for like four hours at a time in my sleep. So, what kind of a diet are you doing now? It's called being sick diet. It works very well, by the way. Look, it's it's traditional. Like today, in fact, today I'm doing the Yom Kippur diet. I'm doing a fast because I have to prep for tomorrow and this afternoon. I have to drink a bunch of stuff that's going to make me crap my brains out so that tomorrow I can do all my uh, testing and stick tubes all over my body. Rectum. And then tell me, oh, well, I'll go home. Well, I'm going to give you a suggestion. This You may not like it, but I, you know, it may sound artsy-fartsy to you, but yeah. the macrobiotic diet is definitely one of the best. Have a great day, my friend. My first guest on WKET 100 years ago, Michio Kushi, he and his wife, the great proponents of the macrobiotic diet, the same man that told me, oh, it was no problem that he smoked those strange little uh, cigarettes. You know what was in those cigarettes, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, but at any rate, guess what he's dead? He died from cancer. Oh, how surprising with his macrobiotic diet. Very, very dangerous, sir. Please, I've done plenty of my own research. The macrobiotic diet is quackery. It's garbage. You know what the best diet is? Don't eat. Yeah, that's the best diet. Don't eat. Eat very, very little. Don't eat a bunch of crap. Don't eat a lot of fatty stuff. And that's the best diet. Don't eat. Don't be obsessed with food. And by the way, I shouldn't mention on here that my good close friend, Fat Rich, who's a real uh, celebrity on his show over the many years. You know Fat Rich from the Rogers show, that guy? I shouldn't mention that he's in the hospital with uh, in intensive care. Angioplasty. And you know what it was from? <laughs> fat. That's right. You know, Fat Rich reminds me of my mother. Only a fatter version. Take care of yourself, fat man. Angioplasty, a shunt, which rhymes with stunt. That's what happens when you become obsessed with food, man. To all of us, I know you people in the audience, you'd rather hear about food, you'd rather hawk at China about fish food and all this other good stuff. But you know, when it push comes to shove, when you're lying there staring at your maker, you know, at Marvin Maker, coming down the stretch, you say, oh, maybe I shouldn't have eaten that last pint. 
That's what Al Goldstein is going to say when he's there gasping for oxygen, his life, like that. Yeah, he's going to say, maybe I shouldn't have eaten that last quart. That's what he's going to say, trust me. Hurricanes basketball. Rocky Ray Kane driving something rocket ball. The Canes travel to Jersey to take on the Seton Hall Pirates tonight. Join the new voice of the Hurricanes, Mark Van Hemmer and Joseph Ackie for the action. Hurricanes warm-up starts at 7 here on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Hit the Hoover out the moon, man. Today's broadcast is brought to you by New Fucking Clean, the all-purpose cleaner. See this shirt? It's fucking clean. How nasty is this carpet stain? Well, just drop down to your knees, use a little bit of elbow grease, and f***ing clean it. Yes, you can f***ing clean anything. F***ing clean your dog. F***ing clean your silverware. F***ing clean your car. F***ing clean everything you own. Get f***ing clean today. Come visit one of our eight f***ing clean stores, or look us up on the web at f***ingclean.com and f***ing clean it up. Okay, 16 to 11 at 560 WQM. So, uh, Renai Statman, whatever her name is, Renai, that's kind of an unusual name, uh-huh. R-E-N-A-I, but a nice name. Uh, she sends me uh, some stuff, some buttons. She says, my name is Renai. I own a company called BS Button Company. My husband is an avid listener, and all this past week he's been telling me about your stories about Elian Gonzalez. I love the way I say that, by the way. So much better than all you assholes in the media. I know how to say it. I know my Espanol. See? So as a frustrated citizen of America and tired of all the illegal coming over here to South Florida and getting everything for free, there's nothing worse than illegal coming, by the way. Squirt, squirt. I've decided to make a button for you and some extras for your staff if you desire to give any away, et cetera, and so on. Please understand I have a love for children that I truly feel what's happened here since Thanksgiving with this boy has been a total joke. And, of course, yes. obviously, yes. And so Renai sends me a few of these uh, with a band symbol, Ban Elion, which doesn't mean anything to him personally, but it means enough of the crap already, I think, basically, is what it means. Button Lovers in Coral Springs is the name of their business. OBS Button Lovers. Nice going there, Renai. Thank you, sweetheart. That's for you. Yeah, the band symbol with Alien in the middle, just the uh, name. 5670560, pound 560 on the 18th. And, of course, CNN, man, they're obsessed with it. The whole King show last night for an hour, right? Uh-huh. Yeah? Only $50. And then, of course, the lead story on every goddamn newscast, morning, noon, and night, round the clock. As though, as though this is a, a big story, as though this is important. It is not important. It's important to this kid. It's important to his father. It's important to the people who are immediately involved. Am I immediately involved? No. Are any of you immediately involved? No. Is George immediately involved? No. No. Jesus, Joseph, and Mary, man. Look, I've been trying to tell you for a long time. The media is sick and needs help badly. Here's Kendall. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, Buenos dias. Uh, yeah, you've left out some uh, important people in this uh, Elion. Is that the right way to say it? No, whatever you like. Yeah, um, Kennedy, Torricelli, Deutsch, yeah. and Menendez, and now Al Gore. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now the uh, Democrats are jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, they that's want to be that's there. absolutely sick. Well, listen, this just what I said last week. It's a pissing contest. Yeah, who can piss the farthest? Right. Thanks, Neil. Okay. Bye-bye. Like some of those tribal Africans, you know, who can squirt, squirt. shoot at the farthest? That's what they're doing. They're having a contest. Oh, yeah. No, we're the most uh, in favor of this little boy. No, no, we're the most in favor. No, we're the best. We're the great humanitarians. And you know what you all are? You're a bunch of political whores, each and every one of you. Political whores. And this kid, he doesn't count for anything. That's the saddest part. That's the most tragic part. Don't believe for a minute that any of those people, whether it's Joe Basulto or any of these folks, give one flying crap about it. And Bob Smith, that big fat turd burger from New Hampshire, he cares about this kid no. or Maine or wherever the hell he's from. 
What a piece of crap he is. Oh, no, he told me he wants to stay here. He doesn't want to go back. No say Abla bullcrap, Aki, okay? Senator Smith. And what kind of a name is that anyway for a guy that's talking to China with all these Cuban Smith? Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, New York. How's yes, everybody? Okay. Listen, I just wanted to, uh, if I may correct you on, uh, in the translation of the mayor of Miami, it's not Carlo, it's Caraboyo. Caraboyo. Check with George without me, he's not here to let you know. Huh? Uh huh. Okay, another amateur comedian out there, and uh, does George get it? No. No. 5670560, Pom probably saying something dirty on here, uh-huh. no doubt. Yeah. Good, thank you. The audience likes to hear something dirty every now and then. Here's uh, Kendall, hello. Neil? Yes, sir. Neil, um, uh, the, the majority of this community, as you said, agrees with uh, everything that you, that you have stated. I'm glad you mentioned the poll on Channel 10. You know, it made me feel better about yeah, the Latin I, I, community. I was, I was shocked and very pleasingly shocked that 68% of the Hispanics said they do not support this crap out there, blocking the traffic and blocking the streets and slowing down. They do not support it. I was absolutely amazed, but it gave me a good feeling that there are some normal people out there. Right. Uh, Neil, let me, let me mention that. Let me just pose a scenario that is... Before you propose that, just keep this in mind. If there weren't the overwhelming majority who felt that way, there would have been a lot more than just a few scattering of people out there in the streets. Exactly. But anyway. But they caused a great deal of uh, stress and discomfort for this community. As Nick Carter would say, chaos, right. Uh, Neil, what if one of these um, people, like this Mr. Uh, Ramon Lopez or Sanchez, if they had a child... Now, I, I say this is highly improbable. Yeah. What would happen, do you think? What happened if, if Rick Sanchez ran over their kid in the children, parking lot in front of the stadium over here, right? One of his children right. was hijacked or taken sir, by sir, a Cuban sir, national. You're confusing them with the facts. Don't, don't, don't dignify it by going to that extent. No, but my point is this country would probably be, uh, could be, could be, at war with Cuba. No, we're not going to war with Cuba. No, no, no. no. I'm saying if the child was an American mm-hmm. taken to Cuba, mm-hmm. I don't think this government, because Cuba's not strong enough to do anything to this government. We're not going to war with Cuba, sir. Believe but me. The, the whole thing is so you know something? I only wish that we would go to war with Cuba tonight, and I wake up in the morning, and the bearded one would be gone, and all these agitators would be back there on their plantations, and they would have building their casinos and doing their thing, and we could all live happily ever after. Well, that would make me happier minority. than anybody. I'm just glad it's a minority of the Latin community, because... Uh, where I live, uh, m- most of my neighbors are decent and good people, and it's, I don't know, these people don't have a life. And most of my neighbors I don't know, and I'm happy to keep it that way, and have a great day. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line, 877-785-NEAL. we got Hank from Cool City at 2, the Big Fat Bookster at 6, Hurricane Basketball at 7, Ed Kaplan, 1039, who keeps getting, by the way, I had a spy report from Memory yesterday, your close personal friend who was monitoring your show, and he says you were, oh, yeah. And he says that uh, you mentioned something about Ed Kaplan being responsible for all those Gulfstream faxes. On the top, it said, from Ed Kaplan. From Ed Kaplan? Then why is he faxing him over here? What, I don't what, know. What Unless is... that's what their fax machine says at Gulfstream. So oh, I don't know. from Ed Kaplan? He's wasting all of our... He doesn't even know his own goddamn fax number over there? What is wrong with this man? He must have had a bad, uh, a bad lifetime at the track. Ed Kaplan, on Radio, Oh, my God. Stop wasting our fax paper, ready? They're going to start taking the uh, money out of your paycheck. I got duff on the case. 
Oh, good. That should take care of it, don't you think? No. Just leave him alone, okay? Oh, boy. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a lady in West Palm. Hello. Hey, Neil. Can yes, I ma'am. subject for a minute? Go ahead. Anything heard you, you like. Talk, heard you talking about the quiz shows earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in November. You were on it? Yeah. I didn't win anything. I didn't get in the chair. But oh. Anyway, just to let people know, because I had a lot of questions about this, why people don't act surprised when Regis, when they call. Oh, because, because it's obviously edited. Well, uh, Right. And they are called as soon as the person gets in the chair and told, your friend is in the chair, be right. ready, be right by the phone. Right. So, kind of like the Ted Bundy thing, your friend is in the chair. They, <laughs> you have any last words? They all know that. That's why they don't react. Right. So. Anyway. And it's very poorly edited, too. I mean, it's very yeah, you know, obvious. It, it took an hour and a half to take my half-hour show. They uh-huh. stop tape constantly. They retake questions. They ask them. The contestant has to react and say the thing over and over again. And I mean, the questions they act like. And, and the guy that won the half a million last night, uh, who, who was pontificating, and the drums were going, right. oh, well, it could be this. and it might, uh, The one that he had to ask for help was Duck, Duck, Goose. I know. Wasn't that incredible? I mean, what, what is that? Duck, Duck, Goose? <laughs> Yeah. I thought that was really funny. If the president's initials are B.C., uh, you know, I mean, well, what does that mean? What kind of questions are these? I don't know. And is that your final answer? Final answer? Uh, yeah, no. That is oh, annoying, isn't horrible. it? It's a horrible show. I'm sorry. Well, I, don't any money. I know. And I'm trying to get back on, but. Get over to see Bob Barker. He'll fix you up. Hey, that's a good show. Okay, do it soon, though, because, you know, have a great day. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay. Yeah, better go see Bob Barker real soon because he's Oy. not getting any younger. But that's an eight million times better show, even though they go okay, boy, a million dollars. That's the only reason that these. And now we got Dick Clark. That old Dick is coming back. He just signed for another hundred years for New Year's Eve there in Times Square, and he's got another goddamn fifty billion dollar show for twenty trillion dollars. Oh my God! And then they got to bring it out and show you all the money, like, and then the public is out there just uh, eating it up. Yeah. Which, of course, I will say this: it certainly is bad as they are. They're more entertaining than all those goddamn stupid sitcoms and these other uh, crappy melodramas they got on there. Horrible stuff. Thank God for fifty satellite dishes. Which, by the way, I want you to write down this phone number, which I did bring in today. Where is it? Instead of calling me with stupid questions about satellite dishes, if you're interested in a small dish, one triple eight dish help. That's a toll-free number, and they can tell you anything you want to know about uh, the uh, DirecTV. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, dish Network. Dish Network. Any of those small dishes. One triple eight dish help. Which there's too many letters, but that you know they don't want to do dish hell. That would have sounded bad. Nobody wants to be in dish hell, do they? No. No. One triple eight dish help. And uh, so instead of calling here or anybody else with stupid questions, call that number, and they'll tell you how great it is. And there was a big article in the business section of one of the papers the other day. What paper was it? I'm glad you asked. The Herald, and it says Cable's Direct Threat. Big article about they change the law in the satellite TV industry and the local channels, which I'll get to later on, maybe. And as usual, I'm like light years ahead of all the rest. I'm telling you, say goodbye to the cable company. They're a bunch of grave robbers. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, how you doing? Okay. Neil, I enjoy your show. And I just want to call you. I call you every once in a while. I'm on my way to New York. And about this kid, Neil, do you really think, well, I know you don't. These people are pathetic. Do you think any of these people 
think and care about the welfare of this kid. No. People are just making themselves a big show for nothing. Yeah. You know, Neil, I worked hard all my life. I got six daughters and I educated them, me and my wife. But the thing over there is, I think we got kids right here can't even eat. This kid been off to uh, Disney World and things of this nature. And everybody's just slobbering all over this. I think it's I think it's outrageous. And, and he's got that little puppy dog that's trying to pull his pants off. By the way, I mean, what, how many times have we got to see that crap? There are a lot of kids, a lot of little kids out there who live in poverty who'd like to have a little puppy dog. Absolutely. And if they got enough money Neil, for dog food. Neil, Neil, most of these kids would love to have a warm bed and some food in this right. summer before right. they went to bed. You know, Neil, I enjoy your show a lot. I don't get to hear you a lot because I travel. But anyway, I call you occasionally. But I really uh, stand up for what you stand for. Well, I'm with you, man. You stand for the truth. Thank God and for you that. have a good day, Neil. And I'll pray for you. And I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, how's it going, Jim? Okay. Good, good. I haven't talked to you in a while. How are you doing? Okay. Good. Have you heard from, uh, do you know what Glen Hill's doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're you're right. This is the, it must be something in the air. This is the week all the crazy people came back from. This is that was from Zeta, no less. Maybe all the normal people are sick in bed. And yeah, dying. that's right. All the normal people. We all got the crud, the intestinal flu, and the uh, influenza, and a cough, and a puking, and the uh, <laughs> that too. Wow, George was warning me about this from his experience yesterday. All these bizarre, pathetic people have made a comeback today. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. You know what I have to say to that? Yeah. 10.56 at 5.60 WQAM. Jim Bocamper talks sports. All right. Weekends right here on Sports Radio 560 QAM. WQAM, Miami, One, two, uh, three. I made it through college and average to see. I have a lot of money, but not much of a brain. Like most of you voters who were just as lame. But I can say one thing that you can't. My daddy is an ex-president. I got money, power, and nothing to lose. I can do anything I choose. A little bit of cash is all I need to satisfy my ego and my greed. Manipulative marketing is all I use to garner votes for morons just like you. That is cool and make fun of the laugh. I don't think I laugh that bad. Remember to vote for George Bush. And those of you who don't, you can kiss my tush. You see, what matters to me about the presidency is that it makes a nice conversation piece. I'm the king of denial, too. I have no problem lying to you. So why is it so important for you to know whether or not I did blow a little bit of cocaine up my nose, a little bit of toot, a little blow. When I'm elected, I'll put it into all that. When I put up the concentration camps. It's 11 o'clock at 560 WQAM. we got a couple open lines on there. It's in 20 or 30,000, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Good morning. Yes, sir. Can I switch the conversation up a little? I don't know if you ever had this happen to you, but I'm riding down I-95 the other day, and there's a funeral procession coming along, and they have two guys, not marked police, they're private, on two little motorcycles, Zooming in and out of traffic, going in the emergency lane about 60 miles an hour. Who the hell are these guys, and how do they have the right to drive like that when they're not even police officers? 
Have you ever experienced that before? With Who them? are these guys, George? Funeral police. Oh, yeah, the the dead, the death police. Yeah, I understand that, but I mean, are they trained? I mean, these guys zip in and out of traffic. Well, I don't know. Why don't you conduct a little survey on that, sir? When you find the answer, call us back because I'm sure that the inquiring minds in the audience are just dying to know the answer. Those are the kinds of things that I'm very, very concerned about. In fact, I spent hours and hours scouring through encyclopedias all over the Internet, uh, all of the worldwide uh, wealth of literature, trying to find answers to questions like that, right? No. Oh, my God. Five, six, seven. What would happen all of a sudden, huh? All of a sudden, there's kind of like a turn. Uh, we took a turn in the road. By the way, thanks to the people who came out on Saturday at Nixon. Thanks to the people down there at Nixon. They're wonderful folks. And thanks for coming by, Danny. Wrong Danny, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't stay away too long, Danny. In fact, when his girlfriend or whoever that lady was, his sister, whoever you think she was, goes to Amsterdam, I'll keep Danny company. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. It's a miracle we had anybody show up because it was only like moments before the appearance on Saturday that finally it was announced. Well, we're not going to demonstrate today. So I'm sure many, many people stayed the hell away yeah. because they weren't too crazy about going to Flagler Street at that particular moment. In fact, it did cross my mind. Here's a mobile in Vero Beach. Hello. Uncle Neil, how are you? I, I I was in Vero. I'm heading south now. I'm almost. I'm in Broward. Anyway, uh, how are you? Happy New Year. And same to you. Can you hear me? All right. I hear you fine. Okay. Uh, just a couple comments, and then I'll let you speak. Um, I wonder how many of these people that are out there dem demonstrating in the streets. If I opened a training camp out in the Everglades tomorrow, uh, train people to go uh, uh, fight over in Cuba to to free the country. I wonder how many of those people that are in the streets would sign up for this uh, camp? Probably none, right? I don't know. Uh, anyway, like also, isn't that a, a communist flag that they fly at those... Uh, a what? Isn't their flag a communist flag? Yeah. The, the flag of Cuba? That's what I thought. Okay, have a great day, pal. It's old material. Uh, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. How you doing, man? Okay, sir. And hey, Neil, I talked to you about this last week. You know, these... Guys, these people down in the Miami, they're not Cuban. Well, wait a minute. You, t you talk to me about it and you want to say the same thing again today? I don't think so, sir. I don't think so. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Eight See, why do people do that? He talked to me about it last week. He wants to call and say the same thing again this week. Now, you can probably get away with that in the other shows because when I looked here on Friday, the first call on one show, I don't want to mention who it was, Woody, you know, Steve from Hollywood. And, of course, the screeners on those shows, even though they do intensively screen sometimes whenever they're in the mood or whenever the host they want to talk to, whoever wants to uh, pick on them, uh, they just, do they ever get those voices? No. No. So it's the same old tired people saying the same old tired thing. Sorry, pal. Give it a rest. Put it down on the ground, water it a little bit, and see if it grows. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Um, I'm a photojournalist. Uh, I've been to Cuba about four times now. I've American citizen, born in Cuba. I'm in my 40s. And I think um, most people my age and 30 to 40 age probably are pretty moderate con concerning a lot of the information on Cuba. I, I believe that the... Pretty, pretty, mod wait, wait a minute. pretty moderate concerning the information on Cuba? What does that mean? Well, I'm saying I think that many, many people my age, the silent majority of Cubans, believe that the embargo should end because I've been there so many times that, you know, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen with what's going on, the embargo now. But I think that a lot of people forget one one thing, that it's not it's not an economic situation. It's, it's definitely um, a, a repressive regime. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the thing that would always linger in my mind concerning this boy is uh, regardless of what anybody says here, I don't. I don't believe that it's a 
and from my standpoint, it's not necessarily an anti-Castro type protest, but I would sure always be sure saying that. Well, I mean, in in my situation, I'm saying it, it's not because my my belief is that based on the fact that I've been there four times, I can never be convinced um, that that there is 100% sincerity in what the father is saying, unless he was literally physically here along with sir, sir, everybody sir, else who cares that, about that's not That's not the issue. Like I said before, there are two separate issues, two completely separate issues. The one issue is should the kids stay here or should he go back, which is for the INS and the courts to decide, and the other issue Absolutely. is how much how much crap do the people who live here have to put up with. That's oh, the I, most I'm important not, issue. Yeah, I'm not, not, it's not It's not for you or for me to decide whether the kid is going to stay here or not or a bunch of crazy politicians or a crazy bunch of old banana boat people. It's not right. for the, uh, the law to decide. It's a country of laws, not a country of anarchy. I agree with uh, I agree with protest, but I do not agree with the types of protests that, that have been going on. I well, that, that's the issue. That is the real issue. Right. The other stuff is uh, that that's uh, immaterial to us. The other thing, though, that kind of also bothers me a little bit, though, is that any any strong, especially in the last couple of callers that you've had, any type of um, strong, strong uh, anti Elion. Um, sentiment always also has to be, be viewed with some quote-unquote anti-Cuban uh, sentiment also, and I think that you've what realized anti -alien that. anti-alien sentiment? Well, what is anti-alien sentiment? Well, if I look in the dictionary, will I find that? No, no, probably not. But well, what I'm does that mean? That, uh, there's some people that, figure that, that feel that he should stay, some people that feel that he should go, and I think that many people that are vehemently... Uh, 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 you're making a long thing out of something very simple, and that is that there are people who don't like Cuban, and therefore right. they want him to go back. Well, I, it didn't take that long to say that. I could have said that in five seconds. Let me try it again. There are a lot of people who don't like Cubans in general, and a lot of those people want him to go back. Four seconds. Ba -ba 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 am I impressed by the verbiage of that call? No. Not at all. Oh, well, thanks for killing some good time, sir. And you really did. You butchered it. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Anybody know what he said? No. 877-785-6345 on our world-famous out-of-town line. Let's try uh, Weston. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, first I want to clear something up. Uh, uh, Bob Smith is from New Hampshire, not Maine. I said New Hampshire, and then it, I uh, made a mistake. I said Maine. Oh, who knows? One of those Yahoo states. Yeah, but, you know, he's, he'd be an embarrassment to the state of Maine. Okay. And uh, I don't know if any Republicans out there would ever do anything for anybody, to be truthful. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if these politicians, they all want their 15 minutes. If they would get on the bandwagon in Washington and in other areas they represent and try to take care of the people's business, they'd be a lot better See, off. I don't understand what, what senators from Indiana and from Maine have got to do with the, what's going on here in South Florida. I don't Nothing. understand that. Nothing. Now, if, now, now, now if uh, uh, Senator Graham says something, then I could then say, ignore well, that's it. his thing. Ignore it. If Senator Max says something, just plug your ears. That's right. He's, he's, he's a Pack him a sandwich. Yeah. In fact, he's going to be gone. Ask him how granddaddy's doing with that baseball team. <laughs> Have a great day, pal. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, Connie Mack, remember his granddaddy? Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh -huh. That's it. Eight minutes after 11 at 560 WQM. Hi, Papa Juan Pablo. Uh, Jimmy and Danny. Uh, 
Jimmy and Danny. Danny and Jimmy and Danny and Jimmy and Danny 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 and David Woodley. Jimmy and Danny. Back with more about Jimmy and Danny after this word from Valley Alarm's apartments, where every apartment comes with its own frigid air. 1113 at 560 WQM. By the way, in the story in uh, Saturday's, uh, which paper is this, the Herald, about Cecil? Oh, yeah, we talked about Cecil. In a story in Saturday's uh, Herald, it says, host on local radio sports uh, talk shows have picked up the theme about uh, him knowing his broad, saying unnamed insiders have heard of a relationship between the two from Collins himself, even though, of course, he denied that in his confession. And then it goes on to say, WQM sports commentator Joe Rose, who has discussed the case on the air, said on the Thursday broadcast that he was subpoenaed to testify in the case. What's he going to say? I like the wee-wee. Yeah, probably. The state attorney's office, citing the gag order, would neither confirm nor deny that a subpoena had been issued to Rose. How do you like that? Grab the wood. Yeah. Unbelievable. See, even if they did have a relationship, I realize that some of the jock sniffers on this radio station have a hard time understanding that if you have a relationship with somebody, you don't take the screen off their window and break in 530 in the morning, usually. Of course, it could be a little bit unusual. Uh-huh. It could be different. That's the way it's done here. Uh-huh. Who knows? Only the experts on his station would know things like that. Because <laughs> he was just trying to dip his wick a little bit. That was funny. Yeah, sure it was. I'm sure she thought so, too. 1114 at 560 WQAM. Here's a mobile in Kendall. Hello. Neil, yes, God. Sir. I hate to change the subject matter, but there's actually something in the uh, editorial section of the uh, the rag that Herald last week that I thought was significant. One of our uh, high school principals who sexually harassed uh, a couple of his uh his teachers and his secretary was uh, found guilty and made to pay. The school board was made to pay over half a million dollars oh, in right. damages. Yeah, and he was made to pay over a hundred thousand dollars. And then guess what his punishment was? What is that? They found him a nice cushy, reassigned him. Yeah, not got rid of him, not prosecuted. They must him. have thought he was a priest on the side. Well, that's what I'm saying. Not only is it bad for 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 the way we're teaching our children. But think of the money. They're always complaining they don't have enough money, and here they're spending all this money to bail this guy out. Then how many more times are they going to have to do it? And by the way, whatever happened with that prostitute they ring, which is now almost a year old, that story, it's Taylor, the, oh, yeah, the last the police century's uh, meet, huh? Well, the police in Broward. Yeah, what happened with that? And what, and what happened with the uh, the uh, school teacher in uh, Hollywood with that young boy that they uh, moved in with the family oh, and all that, that stuff? That, that, was, that was immoral. But, but whatever happened with it? They, they, it died, Neil. They, they, they don't care. They, <laughs> they just want to... Oh, man, that's right. I forgot. I forgot. We got Alien. Have a great day, sir. We got Alien and Jimmy and Danny. We don't got to talk about those things, do we? No. No, because nobody wants to know. By the way, somebody sent me this from the Irish Independent, Friday, December 10th, 1999, just a couple of weeks ago, a month. 
First time I think I've ever received an Irish newspaper, so thank you profusely. It says, pedophile priest, long reign of terror. How do you like that? In in Ireland, no less. There's no fact in in the church. A retired priest yesterday pleaded guilty to a horrendous, underlined, horrendous litany of sexual abuse against altar boys. What a shock. What a surprise. The 71-year-old admitted 41 sample counts of sexual assault, buggery, and indecent assault in the period from 1966 Rectum. to 1982. Yeah, he didn't just destroy their lives. He wrecked them. The retired cleric sat impassively as a detective guard took over three hours to outline his catalog of horror. A detective guarder. I don't know what that is. The ex-priest faced a total of 108 indecent assault charges. A shocked, shocked in-camera court heard how they systematically buggered altar boys in several locations in West Donegal over a 17-year period. He buggered them in their West Donegal. I thought if you bugger somebody, it's in their rectum. Anyway, one of his 26 victims was buggered umpteen times. <laughs> this is in a court proceeding in Ireland. No wonder they're having problems over there, you know. It says he was buggered umpteen times from 1976 to 1979. The depraved priest preyed on the innocent altar boys after luring them to parochial houses, his car, and a church loft on one occasion. One of the assaults took place in the sacristy of a church where the priest was saying mass. Yeah. He said, oh, God, that's good. The detective Garda told the court when confronted by the priest's behavior, one of his superiors asked, did he want the problem shifted somewhere else? Just in line with what this guy just said. Do we want to, like, reassign him maybe, yeah, so we can lose some kids someplace else far away from us, then let it, let it be their problem. They're animals anyway. Let them lose their souls. There's no fact in, in the church. Unbelievable. Is it unbelievable? No. Very believable. Here's a lady mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. 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 Yes, ma'am. Hi, Neil. How are you? Okay. This is Renee from Button Lovers. Oh, hi, Renee. Is I that how you pronounce to... your name? Renee, yes. I'm sorry. I never saw Renee spelled R-E-N-A-I. Oh, I guess it makes sense. R-E-A-N-A-I. <laughs> um, I just wanted to call and thank you very much for reading my letter. Well, thank you very much for sending your letter and for sending these buttons, too. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> um, my husband listens to you every day on the radio. He comes home and tells me what the topic of the day is. Of course. And when he told me um, that day about Ilion, I had just had had enough. Well, next and time, next time you make these, you have to remember to put the acento over the a. Oh, okay. Just, just so we are, you know, correct. So we are uh, politically uh, and otherwise correct, right? Exactly. Hispanically correct. Hispanically correct. Well, I just I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. I do love children. I have two of my own. But don't I be defensive, think... Renee. Don't be defensive about that. No, I know, but I, I just feel sorry for this little boy. Everybody's, like, making such a big issue, yeah. and he has no clue what's going on. Right. So, I, again, I just But he to told say, Bob Smith, though, that he wants to stay here. He don't want to go back, in so many words. Oh, yeah. I think uh, Senator I Bob think... had a dream. <laughs> Bob had a dream. Well, I want to thank you very much again, and if there's anything I can do for you, please feel free to give me a call. Okay, Renee, have a great uh, life. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's Renee from BS Button Lovers of Coral Springs, where they make all kinds of neat buttons. She's the one that sent me the Ban Alien uh, buttons here, which are not personal for the little kid, of course, you understand. Do you understand that? No. Well, think about it. There's a little message in there. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Jimmy and Danny and Alien and Danny and Jimmy and Alien. And all a whole bunch of illegal aliens. And you wonder why one, I, I, you just stop and you, you look yourself in the mirror and you, yeah. what, what is this all about? 
What is all this verbiage of this incessant ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba? And how come it's like Manashtana Halala Hazeh? Why is this night any different from any other night? Why is this kid any different from all the other kids? Why is that? And I think the answer is obvious because this is uh, the Banana Republic. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if he would have washed up on the shores of like uh, most other places, like in Maine, since I mentioned Maine before, and since it's a coastal state, would he have uh, there been a big stimulus about it there? No. I don't think so. Only in the Banana Republic, baby. Only in Miami. I mean, you know, the uh, INS would have decided, the courts would have decided, and there wouldn't have been a big stink and a big song to dance in, whatever they decided. The case of Rasara, Doris Day would have come in and sung it for him. But not here. Here we got to go through all of this agony and twisting and turning and churning and politics and crap and 85 Michael Putney shows and here's uh, Joe Basulto and Joe Carroyo and Mayor P- Pinga Pequena and all these other oh, lunkheads, lunkheads. And they've already spent over a quarter million dollars, by the way, in Dade County. It'll probably wind up being a half a million, maybe a million dollars in the county and especially in the city. That's scouring, desperately looking where they're going to find the next nickels to rub together. Maybe we can get Mike Nichols and Steve Nichols and rub them together. Here's a mobile in Lighthouse Point. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, Neil, regarding the kid, can we change the subject and talk about legalizing pot? What do you want to say about it, sir? It should be legalized. Yeah, okay, great. Thank you. Yeah, let's talk about legalizing pot. It should be legalized. Yeah, yeah I agree. And, and, and... Five six seven oh five. Do we all can we all uh, agree? Anybody with a brain on that? Yeah, I'm on. Okay, next subject. <laughs> oh man! And that's a good lesson for all you kids who might be playing hooky today. Don't smoke bad weed. You'll get just like that guy. You wind up with a mentality just like him, right? Yeah, I'm on. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, I just sir. want to share an observation that my daughter made. I had to pick share her up. Share away, pal. Share away. I had to pick her up from... Maybe we can get some closure on this. <laughs> this happens to do with the worst team. Oh, don't even go there. Well, can I tell you real quick? Yeah. I had to pick her up from school. It was about 9.55 when we got in the car, so I flicked on the radio to you know, to start to listen to your show, and they were still on. And we listened to about maybe a minute, two minutes of those guys. He kissed my rear end. Yeah. Here's what my daughter says. Okay. She says, Dad... Those guys sound like the Three Stooges. Yeah, exactly. A nine-year-old. And a nine-year-old girl. Nine-year-old making that up. Even a nine-year-old girl is perspicacious enough to know we got the Three Stooges on in the morning on this uh-huh. station, yeah. Another thing I'd like to say, I don't believe that boy's ever going to, although I believe he should go back, I don't believe he'll ever step foot back in Cuba. You know what? I couldn't care less. I mean, uh, I agree. As long as, uh, look, he, he's in a no-lose situation, except that he's got to go through all of this crap. But in the end, ultimately, if he stays here, he's going to be a hero and be treated like uh, royalty. And if he goes over there, he'll be one of the privileged few over there. Already, Fidel has been whining and dining daddy and maybe even uh, the grandma and all. Uh, he's got nothing to lose. Did you see Larry King last night? Yeah, I'm still sick over it. Did you see where the one, uh, the, the, the niece or the cousin... The, the, said, we've the, already talked to him, and he told us he doesn't want to go back. The, the, the Valley Girl uh, Cubano, yeah. And then the other guy said, well, you know, most six-year-olds, if you ask them to go to bed, they're not even going right. to want to go. Right, so. And, of course, while he's here, and they got him the puppy and taking him to Disney World, and he, they got all these material and glitzy things. Oh, yeah, this is good. This is, I think I want to stay here, you know. Yeah. Well, that's all i got to say. And have a great day. Thank you. See, it's uh, pretty simple. And in, but in the meantime, they're so hypocritical. They're saying, oh, well, what's going to go all the propaganda over there and how they're brainwashing over there? And in the meantime, they're brainwashing over here. Wishbone. Just think of this kid as a human wishbone. I told you that two weeks ago, and I was, uh, as usual, correct. Am I right? Absolutely correct, sir. Thank you.
a human wishbone being pulled and yanked and twisted by a divergent interest, most of whom don't give a flying crap about him. Couldn't care less about Elian. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Um, uh, I thought of one of the guys I was going to mention this morning on the Today Show, but uh, when they had that attorney for Elian, that egg guy with the... The one with the schmata on his head? Yeah, 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 yeah. The one who never heard of a uh, Gillette razor? Yeah, the, yeah. The, the real honest one, you know, um, uh, who got Boy. Up, Yeah, who got up there and said um, uh, they had a woman who went to Cuba who does Cuban studies who is, I guess she's an American citizen. She said there's a law on the books that stops local politicians from doing what that judge did. So if the INS wants to enforce that, they could still send that boy back on the 14th. Yeah, I, I don't know how a local court can uh, yeah, issue right, a ruling that right. supersedes them. I mean, a federal court, which, you know, they're going to try to go to federal court, but a local court judge is going to issue a ruling to over to uh, overrule the INS? I'm I'm sorry, I'm not buying it. Yeah, and, and, and even they're not buying it, really. They, and, they realize they're on thin ice. And my, my big question is, is this Judge Cuban? Ooh. No, she's uh, Puerto Rican. She's Puerto Rican? Yeah, yeah. so well, George okay. hates her like Puerto Rican. I just right? had to ask the question because all of a sudden, where was she a couple of weeks ago? She just jumped up in here and, and made this rule on her own. Like, yeah, and didn't you, didn't you see she had like a switchblade sitting next to her there on the uh, on the dais up there? Uh, yeah, she had a switchblade. She's Puerto uh, Rican. This is one thing I want to say is that uh, 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 the only thing this is really going to do is make every, every black, Anglo, Korean, Haitian, and every other nationality in this thing, them out on the next election. If they've got an election coming, I want to see how they're going to stand to that question that they were saying on the Spanish Okay, well, let's, let's see if it happens, man. Okay, I hope okay. so. But I'm in Broward like you. Okay, see ya. <laughs> right. In fact, I'm going, to, I'm going to send in that thing. i got that voter registration card when Arnold brought by. I'm going to fill it out and send it in this week just to make sure I don't miss out. Because even though we can't vote in day, there still are people like, uh, you know, senators. We voting for yeah, anti Connie Mac, right there you go. Presidente. Little minor things like that. Only I've said it before, it's interesting in this country, the politicians who affect our daily lives the most, the local and state politicians, the least amount of interest is in. And the president, of course, who's uh, as distant as can be and really doesn't affect our lives directly as nearly as much, that's where all the interest is because it's a big thing. That's what Bubba said, he's got a big thing. Twenty six after eleven at five sixty WQM he Jim Bocaffer taught sports. Oh, right. Weekends right here on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Anybody have a heart or a liver? Tonight. Oh, hold still. I can't hold this guy down. No! Get the club. The club? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hold still. Is this it? Yes. Use it on him. Um, okay. Uh, Use the club on him. I can't even lift this thing. It hurts my wrist. He's going for the gun. He's going for the gun. Let me try something. Hey, hey, hey. Mr. Bad Guy, drop the darn gun. Thank you. The new series begins tonight on the world's most threatening cops. Okay. It's 1130 at 560 WQM, the Hank Goldberg Show from Cool. Uh, am I right about that? It is Tuesday. I'm confused about what day it is. Cool City at 2 o'clock. Big Fat Boog Shambi. I know I'm right about that at 6 o'clock. Hurricane Basketball at Seton Hall. Wow. Anybody going to be listening to that? No. 7 o'clock tonight at Kaplan after the game. Here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, two or three points I'd like to make and then get your reaction to them. Go right ahead. Uh, first of all, uh, the mother died. Doesn't the son belong to the father? One would think so, but there are extenuating circumstances anyway. Well, I mean, that's... Well, first of all, let, let's slow down, because there are many, many people who are here... And, in fact, I heard them saying on King last night, well, a lot of us have relatives back in Cuba. Well, my question would be, why? 
Do you know what I'm saying? Why? Why are they still back there? Why aren't they here? Why would you abandon your relatives and come here? You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand that. I just, I just so, so if that argument is legitimate that he needs to be with his father, then how come it's okay for a whole bunch of people to the so-called exiles to be here, and yet they still have relatives over there? And people would respond to that by saying, well, if he can get out, you get out. Well, uh, he's a young boy, so let the right. father raise him, and then when he's 18, he wants to be well, on Well, these, people, get on these, these people's response to that would be that the father will not be raising him, Fidel will be raising him. Wow. But that's, you know, a little bit hysterical. Yeah. Right. I mean, like I said, it's a waste of time to debate. Should he stay? Should he go back? There, you can make a great case for either one. It's it's a waste of time. And why, how does that affect our lives? It doesn't. Right. So I just, you know, my common sense says if the mother dies, he should be with the father. That's just my thinking. Okay. The second point I wanted to make is uh, you were talking uh, for the last two or three weeks about uh, everybody pointing the finger at Danny, pointing the finger at Danny, and Jimmy pointing at Danny, Jimmy, Danny, Jimmy, Danny. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, we, were, we were at Nick's on Saturday. I said to George, I reached over, I pointed the finger at Danny, but it wasn't the same Danny. I said, hey, look at that. He said, ah, I don't care. No, but anyway. Danny showed what he could do in that fourth quarter. He still got okay, have on. a great day, sir. Call the sports shows. I don't want to talk about it. I'm not interested. They beat a girls team. It's uh, it's it's ridiculous, this town, the so-called sports fans and a so-called sports columnist like Eddie the Pope, who was writing just three or four weeks ago, oh, playoffs, why even bother? Why even waste the time? And now, hey, we got a shot. We got a, yeah, we got a shot. They be, I'm going to tell you, Seattle probably couldn't have beaten Piper High on Sunday, all right? Oh, yeah, but we got to have hope. We gotta, uh, quit living in a delusionary world, okay? Especially you nerds on that morning show. God. Especially number 80. Here's South Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. Hi, yeah. I'm on a daycare center. Okay. What was that? Hello? Is this a real voice? Hello? Hello? I guess I cut him off. sounded to me like a phony voice, didn't it? Did it sound to you like a phony voice? Yeah. 5670560560 on the AT&T wireless line. We'll live without it. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I got a Cuban fellow working for me. Uh, great guy. A Cuban guy. fellow, yeah. Yeah, and he... Uh... Yeah, I got a Cuban fellow working for me. <laughs> and he... And and uh, every time you see the bearded one in in in, in uh, Cuba talking... Yeah. yeah, there's always a mob of a half a million people watching. And I said to George... How is it that all the, he's so hated, and yet there's so many people watching his speeches? And he told me because the local uh, communist leader goes around all the shops and tells them they got to be at this rally or else. Well, uh, that, 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 wait a minute. That part of it is true, but what a lot of people here don't want to admit, and it's very aggravating to them, and they're afraid it's going to happen to this kid here, is that from the time that they, I mean, they do a great job of brainwashing, just like we do over here, only even better. So the idea that most of those people despise Castro and they can't wait to get rid of him, that isn't true. Right. That's not true. I agree. Well, the, the, what I was getting at is, is this guy's um, girlfriend works at radio station 670 WWE. And this guy... WWFE. Yeah, it's a... Radio six, Faye. Yeah, 670, I think. Right, it's about six watts, yeah. Right, and his girlfriend works here with the station manager. When this thing was going on, told everybody in the station, let's go, we're going down to the street. And, and this girl, she didn't want to go down there, but, you know, she ended up down there. Mm -hmm. So the same damn thing, just, you know, in reverse. So in other words, she was a political figure. Exactly, program. exactly. But they had that culture has given us a lot of great things. You know, guy, I bear shirts, cocaine, okay, and have a great day. No, they did not give us cocaine. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT&T. I bet you the Spaniards had Guayabers before the uh, Cubans. Am I right? Uh huh. Okay, thank I you. Guess. I don't know. Sure. Ask Enrique. He'll tell you. He'll give you a look. 
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. But that horse meat, now we're talking. Isn't that what it's all about? Oh, I'm sorry. You're not a fake voice. I'm sorry about that. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes. Yes, this is not a fake voice. I called you early from Miami Beach. Okay, it sounded like Margaret to me. I'm sorry. sorry. And I went to daycare center here. One point that no one... Like I said, how is it that my premonition is so good? Thanks a lot, Margaret. Are you sure... Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's the mobile in Doral. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, point. I don't know if anyone's brought up. Wouldn't uh, if he were sent uh, if he were uh, allowed to stay? Wouldn't that cause some type of international incident, which the United States could be held for? Uh, well, well, what incident would that be? You know, Castro is always threatening he's going to do this. He's going to have bigger demonstrations. You know what? Let him demonstrate. Who who gives a crap? Are we impressed by that? No. Who cares? No, 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 Neil. I'm not referring to. I'm not referring to Cuba. I'm referring to the international um, community, basically. Like, like who? Like who's going to be well, concerned about that? Well, I mean, the United States. Who get, at, name me one country in the world that's going to be interested in this. Okay, but the point is... Sir, I mean, no, 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 the LK is not a name of a country. Give me the name of one country in the world that's going to be interested in this dispute over uh, immigration. Uh, I, you okay, know, think, I don't know. think about it and call me back. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Where's that on the map? I don't know. That would be a good Abbott and Costello routine. Where's I don't know on the map? I don't know. Right next to OK. Oh, I'm for, who's on first? What? Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, like like uh, Mr. Putin there in Russia. That's going to be his first act. Oh, La Bamba. We're going to drop La Bamba if you don't uh, do the right thing by that kid. Is he going to worry about that? No, no. He's too worried about what they're going to do with that old goddamn Yeltsin guy. How they're going to keep uh, you know wiping the snot off his uh, puss. Yeah, he keeps drooling all over himself. Twenty-three before noon at five sixty WQA. Only one South Florida radio station. Goldberg weekday afternoons at two. Sports Radio five sixty QAM. I've got two sets of lips. And now, a look into the year two thousand two. Oh, great memory, Ricky Martin. Rick, Ricky, who? It's 1141 at 560 WQAM on a great Tuesday. Well, I got to uh, go home this afternoon. After my uh, stress test, I got every doctor yanking me in different directions. I'm going to do my stress test for about two seconds, by the way. See, I, we've had problems in this building. We've had two people in this building who've had relatives draw, die on the treadmill doing a stress test because cardiologists, with my good friend Dr. Dick happens to be a cardiologist. He's a good guy, but uh, they're always looking for your heart. You know what I'm saying? They're always looking uh-huh. for a heart thing. So they're big on stress tests. Oh, keep going. Oi, keep going. Oi, no, thank you, brother. I'll keep oi, going anyway oi, until you drop. Oi. I'm not going to drop. I'll do it for like about 30 seconds, and that's it. And then tomorrow, of course, tonight, after I get home after my uh, stress test, then i got to drink that good uh, <laughs> crap. What is it called? Floor, uh, floor something. Uh, oh, God. It puts you on the floor. Something soda. It's made by the uh, rectum people. No, seriously. What, are the, what is the name of that? It begins with a D. The, the uh, brand name, that's all they make is like enema stuff. You, you, uh, when you have to go do for an exam, what the hell's the name of that thing? Oh, geez, somebody will know. Can't believe I forgot that. Isn't that something? What a crappy business. That's all they do is make rectum stuff. But you got to drink that with your Gatorade so you have a little bit of electrolytes and uh, sodium and potassium left in your body because it really cleans you out. So I'll be busy. Don't be calling me this afternoon and this early this evening. I'll be real busy.
and then maybe I'll watch that Leafs Bruins game in the way the Leafs are playing lately. I'll be really busy. So there, and then I got to get up tomorrow morning and do the same damn stuff again. Drink the rest of that stuff, and then uh, go do all that stuff. Let them put the tube down my throat and up my rectum, and see if they see anything in there. See anything? No. No. It's like when Greg Reed went for the brain scan. They see anything? No. Here's a mobile in Miami Beach. Hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Great show. Ray. Yes, it is. Yeah, great show. This is Mike. Um, yes, Mike. They had a judge rule that uh, if the kid went back to Cuba, he could put in physical, emotional, and, and mental, I don't know, abusive uh, That's situation. That's what said, yeah. Uh, but nobody brought up the point about this mother putting this kid on a leaky boat uh-huh. to cross the ocean and right. the boat's sinking. And what kind of abuse was that on the mother? Yeah, point? what kind of irresponsible bitch was she? That, I would certainly agree with that. Exactly. And the other, the other See, situation... But the, but the people on the other side of the coin would say, oh, but look how desperate that they were willing to risk their lives for freedom and yada, yada, yada. See, that's this, exactly what they would say. But anybody was, that would risk a six-year-old kid's life on a leaky boat, I have to wonder what kind of parent she was. You know, this woman was willing to risk her life. I do believe that. But if I have a child, right. and I'm a mother or a father... The word is irresponsible. I'm taking my dog with me. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? If I move it to a apartment, yeah. I'm taking my dog with me. And that's the way I it is. I wouldn't take my little dog with me. I'd <laughs> hopefully leave him behind. Anyway, the other thing is I can't understand why these Cubans are fighting a revolution over here in the streets of the United States and they don't take it back to Cuba and fight this revolution. Okay, and have a great day. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a lady mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Hello. Hi, yes. Neil. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Um, actually, the, it's an abomination, the whole thing. I sit up at night pulling my hair out trying to figure out, like, what do you do in a situation like this? The only thing I think this family is interested in is the money for this little boy. There'll be movie rights. There'll be, look, there's free school. There's everything. It's there there's what, free schools? Oh, school. Got, oh, school. Yeah, free school. Schools. Uh, somebody's going to make a movie and offer them money. Uh, and this thing about giving him citizenship. Yeah. I mean, we got people that come here the right way, wait go to school, they're proud to learn to become an American, yeah. they have to wait for citizenship. I, I really am set up. I'm set up with the way they crowd the streets, they demand rights. It's, it is. It's an abomination. Yeah. What do you think? I think I, uh, I, I just would like to wake up tomorrow morning and it's all over. I would like it to be over. You know I'm sense? tired it, of it. It's, it's, like I, this, it's like this intestinal crap I've been fighting for the last few weeks. I know. I heard and I was trying to think of the medicine that you're taking. To, I had the test. It, it, I did but, have the test. Oh, now tell me how bad it was. Well, truthfully, honest, they they said twilight, and that they were going to knock you out twilight. And I looked at the doctor. I said, "Do something." I swear to you. I went to sleep. I woke up. I never knew they were near me. All I right. swear to you. Great. See, because they're going to knock me up pretty good. Because they're going to go. They went both. up one end and they went down the other. Neil. Well, they, <laughs> really? you, you did both. You did the endoscopy did and the coma. The same. Oh, day. Right. great. Well, that's what they're doing with me. They're turning me around and they're going in both ends. That's it. And I hope I hope with a different tube, by the way. Uh, pardon me. I say I hope with a different camera. Oh well, my husband said the same thing that they do the one end and then put the tube. Oh, on oh, oh. <laughs> I said I I'm sleeping, but I don't know. I'm hurt. Have a great but, day. Uh, you too, Neil. Thanks. Take care. Thanks for the Bye-bye. reassurance. Okay. Oh, it's not with a D. It's with an F. It's called. Uh, I should have asked her. I can't think of the name of the. Uh, as soon as I'd say it, you would know it. Okay. A fleet. Fleet. Who's in that fleet? Fleet enemas, fleet, uh, and fleet, everything they make is Rectum. related. Yeah, I guess their stock probably pretty crappy too, huh? Uh-huh. Wow, if they had any.
Yeah, they got this really great. It's called Phospho Soda. That's what the name of it is. Fleet Phospho Soda, and it tastes like pure. They they warned me. Don't try to drink it straight. It tastes like crap. Yeah, and drink it real, real slow. Mix it with your Gatorade and drink it real, real slow. And then you drink six or seven big glasses of water. And then you run. Keeps you off the street. Keep you real busy. I think I just to get even with my cardiologist, I should take it before I go for the stress test. Huh? Can you see my action on that treadmill? Oh, oh, geez. I think I got to stop. Rise with plop. Yeah. I think he'd get me out of there real fast. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? Good. You're making me crack up here. It's Mark over with the Florida Association of EMTs and Paramedics. How you doing? Okay. Good, good. This is for the guys that come on out whenever you have a medical 911 emergency. Right. We're just looking to know you have a new decal showing your support for the paramedics. Would that be okay? Sure. Great. Well, it's a contribution, a donation. We mail everything out to you. Uh-huh. It takes about a week to get there. Yeah. No contribution, Mark, but we'll take the decal. Oh, will you? Yeah. All right. Do you, uh, what's your In mail fact, address? Uh, there are a lot, of, uh, a lot of paramedics out there. You can have them bring it over personal and deliver it. Oh, you like that, right? Let me ask you, are there any straight paramedics? Uh, it depends what day of the week it is. Uh-huh. That's what I thought. Okay. Hang on, George. I'll give you the address. We'll, uh, we'll plant it here pr- proudly. We'll fly it. We'll wave it. And the decal, too. Yeah. He hung up. He, oh, he hung up. Yeah, he didn't mind. He's looking for some cash. Hey, those paramedics, boy. Paramedics and firefighters. Yeah, there's something about those young paramedics and firefighters. I don't know exactly what it is, but boy. I remember one time in Boston. We were doing a weekend in Boston a couple of years ago in the uh, what, Tremont House downtown. And they had one of those false alarms in a hotel, which is always fun. And, of course, you got to run outside. I think it was like in the uh, time of the year when it wasn't too warm up there, which is any time except two weeks in Boston. And we went outside, and there was a fire truck in front, which showed up, thank goodness. Unlike here when we had our false alarm, did the fire truck show up? No. It was about a block and a half away. No. No, they're too busy playing pinochle down there or playing with each other or sliding up and down the grease pole. But anyway, I remember very uh, valiant, uh, very uh, vividly. <laughs> he was valiant, and I was vivid. Walking out the front door of the Tremont house there on Tremont Street in Boston, and I looked out there, and I saw... Firefighters remain perched high on these long ladders... Hoses in hand. And I said to myself, wow, if that's what all the firefighters are here, I'm going to get a match. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. How come, I guess we, we better add those two professions, that list we were making of all the fag professions that time. Firefighters and paramedics, yeah. We'll put them right high on the list, right on the top of the pole. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Great show today. It is. Uh, I have and if this isn't good enough, oh, there's the Backstreet Boys. I'm sorry. Something that really irritated me on the, on the yes. day of the protest yes. was that um, Catherine Fernandez-Rundle uh, was being interviewed by Elliot Rodriguez on Channel 4. Right. He repeatedly asked her what did she think about the protest. Did she agree with it? She would never answer him. Her first uh, item was to say she understood the feelings of the Cuban people she felt the same. She, she didn't want to. I saw that. She didn't want to say too much. I got she's so afraid, sick. She's afraid somebody will take away her Janet Reno blow-up doll. Uh, it must be. But mm-hmm. isn't there something about separation of powers? I mean, these politicians, to me, incited as much of these people down there as, as the situation itself. Yeah, but the media were the. Uh, let me say it again. Four, six, seven, and ten. Right. Four, six, seven, and ten. Keep saying it over and over again. If they wouldn't have made such a big timus out of it, there wouldn't have been hardly anybody there at all. But they kept banging away and banging away on it. I mean, four hours. Right. 
24-7 they were on this. That first, and, and, that first afternoon, they, they wouldn't let it go. They would exactly. all morning, all afternoon, just on and on. And there, there were times when there was nobody there except cops, and they still were going on. I'm telling you, I wanted to throw up. Yeah. It, it, it was just so disgusting. So if, if we have all these people in... And politics down here. I mean, it's no wonder we have a problem. I, I Who's taking care of us? I think that somebody in Dade County ought to call upon uh, Mayor uh, Pinga Pequeno or uh, one of those guys to write an emancipation proclamation Telling to you. free the residents of Dade County well, to emancipate us from this They're not taking this, care uh, of any other crash. citizens. If it doesn't have, have anything to do with Cuba, they don't care about anyone else. He just, they just paid $2,000 for that trip to go to Washington. Yeah. And then Mr. Carroyo, excuse me. Carroyo. I want to make sure I say that properly. Carroyo. Yes. I mean, would they have done that for the Haitian kids? No. Or for someone else? No. They're not taking care of Dade County. All not even taking... if they were from La Republica Dominicana, which I gave me a chance you. to say that again. I'm telling you. Okay. I just wondered how many other people felt the same way I did. Me. Thanks, Neil. Good luck. Mm-hmm. I live in Broward. Thank you. 5670560, Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. couple of open lines here today. We're rolling along, singing the same old tired song. No, all the other groups. That... I'll get out of here. How are you? Okay. Backstreet Boys, by the way, they won the award, the People's Choice Award, their best group in the world. George is unimpressed by that, unimpressed by all of these things. He's oblivious. He's still doing his limp dick biscuit there. He just can't. Uh, how they doing, by the way, huh? <laughs> Not too good. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you? Pretty good. Um, I think that product is called the Fleet Flagitory. No. Oh, okay. I was just close to that. Fleet uh, fla- fla- flagellated. Yeah, something like that. Um, I just wanted to say I... How come my oh, computer just went on, sir? <laughs> I also am appalled by the way that... Uh, South Florida panders to the entire Latin community. And what really now, why do you say the entire Latin community? Do you really believe that non-Cuban Latins care about Elian or Gonzalo, whatever his name is? Uh, no, no, that, that's not what I was referring to. I mean, do you think Puerto Ricans and Nicaraguans and people from the uh, Republic of Dominicana, well, there's another chance, uh, do you think that they're all uh, embroiled in this and that they were out there in the streets? Nah, of course could, not. They couldn't give two doodos. Exactly. They, they couldn't give could. one. What really incensed me. They you. couldn't even give a little <laughs> right. What really incensed me the other day is when um, that um, WNBA team named their team the Souls. Yeah. Which was, you know, Latin Latin Let me ask you seriously, though. Is that the kind of thing that you really worry about? No, not at all. But First, I, first of all, a WNBA team here is as laughable as, as having somebody playing Parcheesi in your backyard in the middle of a snowstorm in uh, Toronto. You know what I mean? What, what difference does it make? Absolutely. It's just, it's just more of the same crap. They're desperate. Don't you understand that? They're desperate. And, of course, you know as well as I do, looking at the Marlins and every other sports franchise in this town that's attempted to pander to Hispanics, they've all <laughs> gone the same way of the wind, okay? I'm, I'm Forget sure. it. I'm surprised they The didn't. only thing that's still going strong are the highly cockbites. I'm just surprised they didn't go all the way and just name the team the Aliens. Oh, that, oh that's a good idea. They'd have probably gotten at least two, those, two, three hundred people out there. Absolutely. Have a great day. And back to you. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Come on, let's hear about the uh, fleet enemas. Let's hear about colonoscopies. Let's hear about all these people out there sick with the same. Uh, see, one thing about you doctors out there, they're a little bit slow. Something new comes along, and they like, uh, well, uh, we're, it's kind of unusual for something to linger that long. Even in my reading, in my disease books, which is a lot of fun to sit around and read disease books, because no matter which disease you're reading about, you say, oh, yeah, that sounds like me. I got that. But it says a lot of viral infections can last two to six weeks commonly. I'm only today beginning my, uh, uh, this is three weeks. This is the end of the turd today. You turd. Right. But you talk to the doctors, and they well, uh, yeah. we don't know. And, of course, when you have all of this, you're hoping that that's all it is because, obviously, once they start looking inside, you don't want any, like, uh, 40-pound rocks inside of you rolling around. Here's a lady in Hialeah. Hello. 
Hey, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I want to wish you well with your test. I've had it done, and unfortunately for me, the doctor chose to bring in a bunch of students who were like 20 years old. What the hell is that? Like five young guys. And oh, was, if the doctor brings in five young guys for my procedure, I'll say, all right. Yeah, yeah well, it didn't work for me. Oh. <laughs> well, what, what do you mean? They did the procedure? Yeah, they, they did the colonoscopy with no. the students. Yeah, they did. Yeah, How really, can they do that? It was very embarrassing. I didn't know they were going to do that. But did it did come it. out all right, so to speak? Well, yeah, in the end, so to speak. In the end, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you had five young 20-year-old guys looking inside your rectum. Wow. Oh, Dr- drilling yeah. away and... Uh... Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was my pretty God. embarrassing, yeah. Hmm. Well, was... I'm getting excited just thinking about it. Okay, good for you. Maybe uh, Danny will be there and Jimmy. <laughs> I just have a couple comments. Okay. If you can bear with me. Go ahead. The first one is that this judge that was hearing this Ilion thing is under investigation by the state attorney's office. Should not have been in family court. To begin with, she was transferred because she's under investigation for campaign finance fraud. So, you know, she didn't belong there. And then another man put it, like I was going to put it, the mother that put that child on the boat. Yeah. She's the one who put the child in imminent danger. Right. You know. Well, we can't we can't do much with her because she sleeps with the fishes now. Yeah, but you know, the guy, I don't know, did, did you read it on, on Thanksgiving when, when they brought this kid in? That supposedly the man she was either married to or with was the one who organized the whole trip? No. Yeah, well... I wasn't here Thanksgiving, thank God. I was uh, far away. Okay, well, the article... I was in a real country with living and breathing people. Oh, gosh. How nice. Uh Uh-huh. But I remember reading the article, and they said that the man that she was with, I don't know if it was her husband or what, his stepfather, was the one who organized the trip and was charging people thousands of dollars for this trip, mm-hmm. and if he had survived, he'd probably be on trial now. So in other words, it was basically another one of these illegal smuggle jobs that goes on exactly. all the time. Mm-hmm. And the other woman who left her child behind, so she's glad she did it. You know, Miss Horta? Right. The other one who survived, she was really glad that she left the child. So if anybody put this child in imminent danger, it was her, and, and they're making her look like some kind of a martyr. She sacrificed her life for his freedom. No, yeah. she wanted to stand by her man. You know, is what it comes down to. Okay. As, as far as I'm concerned. Well, listen, and, thanks for the uplifting news. I'll be watching for well, those. Well, you know, uh, there's one other thing. Yes. The gentleman that called a little while ago talking about the international aspect, I think he was referring to the Geneva Convention that we signed off about. No, he was. Geneva, right. New York, he was talking about. Geneva, New York. Nobody cares. No, the Geneva Believe, believe me, nobody else in the world cares about this. Trust me. Well, I hope you're wrong. they got more important fish to fry. Have a great day, sweetheart. Yeah, you too. I'll see you at the table. Yeah, bye. Okay. 11.57 at 560. Hey, listen, I'm psyched for this test now. This is 560 QAM Sports Radio 560 QAM. Oh, oh. All right now, I got a little song here for the best wife in the world. There she goes. There she goes again To New York, my friend My unfaithfulness explains Her Senate-run campaign There she goes So far away from me But don't go worrying about me well, she campaigns to stay eight. I'll look for a day eight. Woo! 
All right. 12 o'clock. Little hand is not a big hand right here on 560 WQM. We're rolling along, singing a song. We've got some delusionary uh, so-called football fans out there going like, oh, yeah. yeah. We got a shot. Get it over with already. Get it over with. I'm pretty sure you will this weekend. Get the agony and the uh, over with. And then we can move on to other things. 5670560. And get this other thing, this alien thing over with. And then we can move on to something. Although, quite frankly, is there anything else going on here? No. No. Although they had the Three Kings Festival over the weekend. You must have been there, huh? At the Three Kings Festival? Oh, yeah, sure. And uh, this weekend, as a matter of fact, I'm, kind of, I'm going to be presiding over the uh, Three Queens pageant in the Broward. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Pretty good. Listen, I wanted to wish you the best of luck. Thank you. I've had the endoscopy done actually one and a half times. Wow. Uh, first time um, I started coughing the tube up and they knocked me out, thank God. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember that. Second well, time. Well, after they knocked you out, how sedated were you? Were like totally out? I was out. I was oh, out. Okay. And, and that for me is extremely difficult. Now, the second time they gave me 30 milligrams of Valium, or they allege, and I was so awake, I was... I, I just could not stop talking. I yanked out the tube. Really? And he said, go to another doctor. Are so, you serious? I'm serious. I'm very... Go to another doctor? I will never again... Obviously, I will not go to him. He's Cuban. But uh, oh. that, that'll explain it. But really, Neil, please be sure. I have to have a colonoscopy done, and I've not had it done because I'm scared. Mm-hmm. So please, when you have it done, come back and tell us you know, how it was, because maybe there's a lot of us out there that are scared to do it, too. But please be sure that you are... Whatever they call twilight, but tell them that you know you'd rather be more out than in. So more, more out than in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I certainly go along with that. Really, because Especially I mean, if those five twenty-year-olds standing behind me. Uh, out, I hope, I hope you have in. five good, very good-looking doctors and not just trainees. Okay. Uh, as it pertains to. I got a good doctor, but he ain't so good-looking, you know. Well, let's get five more in there that are then. Okay. <laughs> Listen, pertaining to Alien, what's really preposterous is that he has a teacher that doesn't know how to speak English properly. How do you that, like that? That really gets my goat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. Just no wanted to wish you the no best. No tablet and lace Don't forget that. Take care and please fill us in on how. I'll let you know how it Thursday, went. okay? Take care. See ya. The good Lord willing, as Jerry Whitson used to say, the good Lord willing. That would that would be he would say that just before he put his uh, 357 Magnum down on the table at uh, NW News. Here's uh, Fort Myers. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Gee, I miss being in Miami. Uh, you know, you being a little bit removed from the situation, I can clear up two controversies you got right there in one fell swoop. Yes, sir. You make Alien the new quarterback of the Dolphins and send Marino to Cuba. All right. Yeah. yeah. Only uh, if Danny can go along. I mean, only if Jimmy can go. I, I get it confused. Yeah, right. Both Danny and Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that colostomy, I mean, uh, the uh, Colos- colonoscopy. Colostomy. <laughs> yeah, right. Jesus God. That's, it's that's, in the bag, man. Uh, when you get it, they get they have an oxygen monitor on your finger, and they give you as much uh, sedative as they can possibly give you. Really? So, so I they have an oxygen mine, monitor but, on your finger? Yeah, yeah, it's an oxygen monitor. They stick it on your finger. Yeah. And they give you enough uh, that, that where they can possibly give it to you. For me, I'm, I was pretty healthy, so I was out. But someone who uh, has a problem with uh, breathing or respiratory stuff, they're, they're going to be awake for that. No, thing. I don't have that. Yeah, you'll probably be out then. And it's not that bad. It's, it's uh, you know. They just uh, push it up in there and wiggle it around, huh? Yeah, the sigmoid scope in a doctor's office is worse than a colonoscopy. I, I've, had, I've had one of those. That, that's worse than a colonoscopy. Sigmoid, sig, uh, sig, uh, what do they call it? Sigmoidoscopy? Sigmoid, yeah. Yeah. That, that, I've that. had that. And that is very uncomfortable because you're wide awake and they just keep twisting. I think they're S&M guys. They're, you know, they really enjoy making you squirm. Yeah, yeah. 
just kept, I had a nice young girl feeding the doctor the scope while he's pushing it in, and she's over there with it in this pan and beautiful little thing, you know, and she's right there with a the perfect shot, you know. Yeah. Same thing I earlier was talking about, embarrassing as well, hell. Well, thanks for the good news, pal. You're welcome. I'll keep my finger on it. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Bye. How do you like that? See, and if anybody believed there's a God with all of this, no. oh, my God, they're they're excavating in your rectum. Oh. I mean, I got news for you. They're not they're not the mining for gold or like uh, diamonds and emeralds, although they might smell the essence of <laughs> emerald in there. They might find some nuggets. You never know. I, that, you know something? Neil's Nuggets. Yeah, we've been looking for that CD for years. I bet you they find Neil's Nuggets in my rectum. Oh, I sure hope not. Maybe Pebbles and Bam Bam. How's that? Don't say Los Van Bam Bam Bam. They get upset in Little Van. See, there you go. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You just said that. Los Bam Bam. They get all psychotic. Here's a lady in Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Lady. Here's a man and a uh, gentleman in Boca. Yes, sir. I had that um, uh, procedure done in uh, down here in Boca. Speak. I can barely hear you. I had the procedure done where they where they look around in there while you're up. Right. And uh, well, what do you mean while you're up? Oh, the sphygmoidoscopy, you mean? Right, right. And and I had an. They only go about a third of the way in there. <laughs> and I schmidt all over the place. Okay. <laughs> That's for you, Doc. For all of yeah, I think. Well, I'm trying to think. Yeah, they make you take a fleet enema before you do the sigmoidoscopy, where they only go about a third of the way. You turn in, and they kind of look around. But with this one, with the colonoscopy, where they go like way up in there, and the tube actually kind of like peeks out over your tongue, I think, for a second or two. The camera. Then you got to do the whole deal. I mean, oh God. Which I, you know something I don't understand. Why can't they give that stuff like all these people in Hallandale and Surfside and Sunrise and Tamarack who are just they would give anything for a good bomb moment. They can't remember the last time they had one. Why can't they give them that stuff? That uh what did I say? What fleet uh what the hell is the name of it? Fleet Floro uh something soda. It'll make you sh Yeah, you can say that again. And and of course the interesting part is, what if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? <laughs> Oh, trust me, it works. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Is it Neil? Yes, it is. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay. Uh, I just came across a website uh, last night on behalf of Elion's father. See? It was at uh, www.geocities.com slash path to freedom. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had an international uh, petition. I saw people on there as far away from, as from Italy and all over the place. And what, what were the Italians saying? Uh, they were upset. They thought the child belonged to his father. Yeah. Uh, you can go there and check it out yourself and, and have your own opinion. Okay. Uh, thanks a lot. Thanks. Five six seven oh five sixty. John Rocker will be at UM for a charity baseball game. <laughs> there you go. Nice going there. In fact, Jimmy wants to sign him up. Oh! See if he can sling it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. But you know, John and uh, Jimmy don't have the same ring to it as Jimmy and Danny. This doesn't have the same that same rhythmic melody like uh, oh, people all over town are doing. Uh, Jimmy and Danny, uh, Jimmy and Danny. Yeah, all over town they're doing that now. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you, sir? Great. Great, Neil. This is an illegal alien case. Isn't they're supposed to touch land before they're allowed to stay in this country? Yeah, they got to get their toe on the ground before yeah. the uh, before they're intercepted. But of course, in this case, they were not intercepted by the Coast Guard. They were brought on land by those two uh, Pompano Beach Fisher guys. Right. So uh, the immigration should have deported this kid right there and then, instead of uh, creating all this problem where we have in our hands right now. Yeah. 
you know, and and on the and changing the subject on the medical. But, but, don't worry about but what, wait a minute. But why would that be if he uh, got his toe on the ground uh, before they got to him? Well, but you're you're not allowed to help them. They're supposed to come in on their own uh, uh, will. You're but even in other help. words, a six-year-old is supposed to be able to swim the last six miles. Is that it? <laughs> Come on, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think he gets a little handicapped there because of his age. I think he can. Uh, I think they give him about a two and a half mile handicap. Yeah. So, not only that, but if you help him, they could throw you in jail. In fact, they send him out of those bottles of Fleet, and he gets a uh, handicap. Well, listen, have a great day, pal. You do. Take care. Get a hold of yourself before somebody else does. Nine minutes afternoon at five sixty WQM. <laughs> The Panthers host the Islanders Wednesday night at National Car Rental Center. Join the new voices of Panthers, James McDonald and Randy Mullen. Oh, hang on, Loretta. The caps are on the foul. Panthers preview starts at 7 here on Sports Radio 560 QAN. Don and Mike uh, Blow. And now, a typical day at the Sylvester Stallone household. Hey, yo, Jennifer. Did I just see the chef looking at me? Did he look me in the eyes? Hey, yo, Chefy, you work pretty hard on this steak, huh? Took what, three, four hours? Well, hey, Rover. Well, now it's dog meat. Never look me in the eye. And now, a typical evening at the Sylvester Stallone household. Mr. Big Man Sly Stallone. Wonder how he like his chicken soup? Hot or cold? With or without a loogie? With... And maybe I dip my boys in it for a little flavor. Mm. I hope you enjoy the appetizer, Mr. Don't Look Me in the Eye. Don't f- with the chef. Maybe that's what they mean by boys in Bury Enema. It's uh, 1213 at 560 WQM, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line as we tried desperately to extricate ourselves from this <laughs> crap. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Where do I start, man? Right at the beginning. Okay. I'm watching that uh, Elyon thing last week, and the news the news guys are up on the tower from the from the from the truck, and they said we're only here because the public wants us here. No, we did not. We didn't want them there. I almost fell out of my. They door. were only there because they were they didn't want to miss anything because they were there to exploit every uh, situation, every divisive bunch of crap, every tragic situation that comes along. They were there to exploit it. You're right. And uh, secondly. Um, I had a sigmoidoscopy done about four weeks ago. That's uh, uncomfortable. Oh, man. Yeah. Let me tell you something. When he put that thing up there, and right. he goes, I'm just going to go a little bit deeper. I'm going to go around the corner. Mm-hmm. Man, I thought I was going to come out of my skin. Yeah. That was the most, oh, that pain is just unbelievable. But that's because you're not sedated. No, yeah, you're right. You're wide awake. My, now, the guy, a friend of mine had the, uh, well, you're going to get done. He said it's a cakewalk. You know, they give you a little sedative. You're all relaxed. Mm-hmm. He said it's a cakewalk. Piece of cake. The only, one of the really good things about getting all this stuff done, yeah. the medication's cheap. It costs you like $3. You get that bottle of uh, sodium, whatever it I is. got that already. I got it waiting oh, for this God. afternoon. Oh, I feel so good for you. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that stuff is just. Oh. Part of life. It's uh, God's mysterious plan, you know. What that bottle was like? What a dollar fifty? Two ninety nine. Right, and then you get at two, Walgreens. Then you get two of the fleets, right? Those are. Uh, no, I don't have to. I don't have to do that. Oh, you don't? No. That was the most. That was the fun part. But then, no, that see, that's only for the sigmoidoscopy. Oh, really? No, no, that that's uh, that's child's play. This stuff is really just uh, like an H bomb. You did. You won't have anything inside of you when you get done with it. Including Wait a your, second. Even please. your organs fall out. So you got to drink the green stuff first, right? No, you have to mix this with Gatorade. 
or yeah. diet soda. Oh, that's the only thing, but then there's nothing else after that? No, that's it. Oh. No, there's something after that. It's called oh, being another, occupied for the evening. Another thing I thought I would tell you that you'd probably think was comical. My uh, my wife was out of town when all this got done. So, uh, you know, you have to give yourself the uh, the fleet, you know, if no one else is around. Mm-hmm. So uh, there I am laying on my bathroom floor. And my, <laughs> and my little dog was licking the uh, top of my head while, uh, while I was laying there, keeping me company. Excellent. Okay. Hey. Don't sweat it, man. Thanks. No problem. Okay. His dog was looking his one. Five six seven oh five sixty. Sounds like a pervert to me. And pound five sixty on the eighteen. Didn't he say stick it in there deeper? Rectum. Something like that. Oh God, no! Please don't. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the eighteen T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, I hope everything goes very well and very smooth with the medical situation. No problem. I got a Piece question. Yeah, I hope so. I we'll hope see. That... And if not, case or sera, you know? Yeah, it, it, it'll turn out just fine. I got a question for or you. Not. What kind of a message do you think the president is sending these disruptors? When, uh, By doing what? Well, wouldn't he rewards people who also disrupted the peace with bombs and terrorism with a uh, get-out-of-jail card like he did with the imprisoned Puerto Rican terrorists? Right. yeah. I mean, I think the message is you get it your way when you react with violence and uh, disruption. But how, how is he? How is he uh, rewarding the people who are uh, disrupting the community here? What's he done uh, on their behalf? Nothing. Nothing. No. Hopefully, he won't join the uh, pissing contest and sign something that's going to let all these people who were arrested out of jail. No, I, 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 I'd be really surprised if he did that. Because first of all, you got to understand he's never going to run for political office again, so he's got nothing to gain by it. He, you know, it's it's much better for him to stay on the sidelines, and he's got nothing to gain. Right, I agree, but I still think it's a bad. As opposed to his vice president, of course, is running and running desperately. Who, of course, is in there sucking around heavy duty now. Yeah, but it's a bad message because people who did the same thing at at an even worse level are uh, let out of jail just because he feels like. uh, Yeah, but you're forgetting they had to get out of jail with a free card. You're forgetting that. With a free card that was given to them by the president. Get out of jail card, right? So that 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 tells these disruptors uh, works for them, works for us. Let's get rowdy. Let's do something that's gonna. Uh... No, long before he ever uh, let any uh, Puerto Rican terrorists out. This is this has been going on here for a hundred years, for forty anyway. Have a great day. Sir. Been going on since the beginning of that. <laughs> of time five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. In addition to which, the president doesn't make these decisions. We have laws. We got the INS. We got the goddamn federal courts, and that's it. But, of course, uh, you can just throw all of those things out because those things actually have to do with the, the U.S. government. And does Dade County have anything to do with the U.S. government? No. Not last time I checked. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Yes, uh, I'm a Cuban-American. And, See? of course, I'm a family-oriented person, and the mm-hmm. boy should be with his father. Okay. Then uh, that's this is my opinion. Those people that were protesting, they don't represent the majority of the Cuban no, community. Really and I minority. sent faxes to the president, to the representatives, to everybody. But they don't, those people don't represent anybody here. They were only groups of people. They expected the one million Cubans to come out. They didn't come out. So they used those to do all the noise. And I think they should have taken them to jail before they did. They waited too long. And now they are sending the people over to the Civil Liberties Union to file complaints against the city. Mm-hmm. 
because they... So that'll cost us a lot more money because yeah. then the city's going to have to defend against those that will wind up... It'll wind up costing us millions of dollars for this. Now, let me tell you, because you don't know this, because this, they, they did a lot of, you know, things last week on TV, on the Spanish TV, and guess who gave Ilian the poppy that is coming on TV every day now? The poppy? Yeah, who gave it to him? Diaz Ballard. That was oh, Christmas Lincoln Diaz year. Ballard rhymes with. Oh man! I wonder how many. I get physically ill when I see him. Here. I can't stand him. No, he, he ought to be loped with Jose Basulto. The two of them oh, should no, go in the Everglades and shoot each other in the foot. Those two are worse than Castro. Yeah, exactly. To me, well, ever thank seen you together? No. Good point. <laughs> thank you for the opportunity. Okay, bye okay, bye. Bye bye. Ask the you're me this. If you don't have any. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line as we continue digesting this and chewing on it and spitting it out and like uh, yeah, that too. Although we have had a lot of good Rectum. talk today, a lot of people out there have had these tests and had those fleet enemas and that fleet phospho soda and uh, done a lot of, a lot of that you know in their lives. Here's Fort Myers. Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? Okay. I say if uh, Alien wants, Alien's dad wants him back so bad, he should paddle out about halfway and we'll drop him off. Five, that was from Fort Myers I just mentioned again. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line, 877-785-6345 on our World Line infamous line. 877-785-6345. We get one more call like that, I might just not come in tomorrow. Of course, am I coming in tomorrow anyway? No. I'm going to be busy. I'm going to be busy. See, I, I find it uh, very bizarre about that woman calling in before about the uh, five twenty-year-old guys sticking the tube in her tube in a colonoscopy. What, what, I, although I do realize that they do bring medical students in to observe and to do procedures, but don't they do that like in uh, schlepper hospitals? They don't do that like in a real place, do they? Oh yeah, they do. As a matter of fact, the realer, the more likely it is. The better hospitals are the teaching hospitals. Yeah. So it increases your likelihood of having having a a student body probing you. Well, then I probably ought to be a little bit more wide awake, I would think, then. And, of course, I better check back there and see just exactly what's going on. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the 8, because the answer is no. no. I don't care what you look like, pal. No. Stay the hell away. Not for this kid. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Give me the perfect lead-in. I just wanted to give you a little perspective from the other side of the sigmoid scope. From the inside? From the other side. Many moons ago as a med student, I had the pleasure of being on the other end of that scope, and it's no pleasure, from that, it's no pleasure from that side either. Yeah, I'm sure. What we would do is, uh, it's usually the women didn't, we didn't have any problem with, but we'd get like, maybe a homophobic phobic guy in there, and uh, usually cracking jokes. If they were sarcastic, we would just put a little less KY in the scope and let them have it dry. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to be careful. You want to be careful in that office tomorrow. Okay. The standard joke was uh, we would tell the patient we were almost done, and we'd kind of move the scope so it would jab them, and we, we would tell the patient we were just looking for our wedding ring. <laughs> okay. Have a good one, yeah. Thanks. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to bring up just in case, you know. I think maybe uh, Chuck Heston's got a good point. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Remember why I asked what kind of a person? What kind of a human being wants to be a proctologist, for example, where all you do is look in people's rectums? You know, well, what 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 is that all about? There's money in that. Somebody with an ass fetish? Oh, there is big money in it. And then, of course, they can always sell you those magnetic uh, things for your feet. <laughs> Not that I want to mention any names on the air, although I probably should have at the time. 
Yeah, there's some proctologist offices in this town, and probably plenty of medical offices in this town. You walk in, they open the door, and you hear these strange quacking sounds. All you have to do is quack the door. Here's a mobile in Kendall. Hello. I want to allay your fears about your procedure. When did you find out you had to get, you had to have this? Oh, yesterday. Oh, really? Because I didn't hear the beginning of the show. I've had a colonoscopy each of the last two August. Yeah. Each one. Something to look forward to, I guess, on the calendar. Right. What? I said it's something to look forward to on that calendar. Absolutely. I can't wait. Right. Uh, by far, the worst part of the entire thing, by far, is drinking that phospho soda. Oh, that's today, but at least I'll be at home. It's, I'm not talking about the result of the soda. I'm Just talking about it? the consumption of the soda. Oh. It is vile beyond your wildest imagination. But the, the procedure, I woke up, they, they put something in the IV, I went to sleep, I woke up 45 minutes later, and 45 minutes later I was on my feet going home. I never had a, the slightest cramp or the slightest twinge of pain in either one. Yeah. Not one. So uh, as far as pain goes, you don't have to worry about it. So I guess this afternoon after I drink that stuff will be the cramps without the M, huh? You'll get the cramps, you'll uh, do without your thing. Without the M. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'll lick your sh Yeah. <laughs> Uh, can I ask you uh, to try to get in that uh, Jimmy and Danny number two that, that, that sure. uh, George played That'll yesterday? That'll kill some excellent time, no problem. That was fantastic. Okay, you got it. All right. Thanks good for luck. the good news. Okay. I'll see you on Fire Island. <laughs> oh. There's a guy with some serious experience with his. Rectum. So it sounds like. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. Well, you know something? They get very upset in Washington there about this anal, but that's part of life, you know? That's part of life. I mean, I'm not the one who invented this. The God that you people are always hocking and chanting about, he's the one who invented this uh, anatomy of yours. Not nature, although last time I checked, the dog has got a, and a, a cat Rectum. and a monkey Rectum. and everybody else too, yeah. Even a uh, even a hookworm, I guess, if you look close enough, has probably got a Rectum. somewhere. Because the world is full of crap. It's got to go somewhere. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. All oh, these tales of these anal adventures are staring yeah. the ass out of me. I had a uh, barium enema, which was uh, an experience. All right. And I'm looking forward to the flexible sigmoidoscopy in uh, two and a half weeks. And then next month. That's not too much fun, I'll tell you. That's a little. I mean, it's not the worst thing you'll ever do, but it's a little uncomfortable. I hope it's not as bad as the barium enema. I felt, uh, did you have one of those? Yeah, many years ago. Where they put the, the thing in your, in your butt and then, and then they blow the thing up and then, uh, they, they hold the bag up and, uh, goes, you have two quarts. Oh, of, no, I never had that. Two quarts? Oh, however much it was. It's not like two quarts. <laughs> Four like, gallons? I don't know. My colon was filled up. I was watching the scope as they took the, the clip off and the liquid went in and I felt like I was going to explode and then I started cramping and then I, Thought I was exploding, and they were just—they just kept on rolling me around, looking in the scope, and taking X-rays. Probably having a good time, it sounds like. Yep. So I get the—I hope the flexible sigmoidoscopy is not as bad as as that. No, it won't be as bad as that. Not—not not, like I said, not something to look forward to, but uh, you'll—you'll overcome. As long as, as long as I don't feel like I'm going to explode. No. So that's it. that's that's good. And then just take so, a gun, take a loaded gun, just to be sure. You know. Well, let's say it's at the don't, VA. Don't use it. Just hold it up and uh, you know ward them off if it gets too tough. It's at the VA, so they won't let you take weapons in there. Okay. Good luck, pal. Thanks. See ya. Boy, this is a real uh, fly opener today. Lots and lots of people all over this town have been busy with their rectum. Twenty-six past noon at five sixty WQM. Ed Kaplan knows the score. Oh, oh, oh. Turning his head till the last game ends. We 
weeknights, only on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Wrecked them? Hell, it damn near killed them. My anus. My anus. Boy. My anus. 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 Hi, kids. Y'all like cutting little stinkers? That funny little sound that comes right out of your sphincters? Want to copy me and do exactly like I do? Get paid for writing little songs about boo-boo? My brain's all gone. I'm trying to get my groove on. But I can't figure out which Spice Girl I'm going to fart on. And Dr. Dre asked, Yo, man, you pass gas? Hell no. Why do I smell ass? Man, you low class. Well, since age 12, it seemed like I always smelled. I thought ripping gases and doom was pretty swell. I got pissed off when I took my jeans off and farted so hard it turned my underwear backwards like crisscross. And every night I'm like, oh, dinner last. And fun out my ass faster than a fat bitch who ain't too fat. Smell this, honey. Yo, dude, wait a minute. That's my girl, cuz. I don't give a fuck. God sent me to stink the world up. My anus. My anus. My anus. Rectum. My anus. My anus. My anus. Teacher wanted me kicked out back in junior high. Said the problem was something crawled up my ass and died. I shot him in the face with my vapor. The worst happened later when I covered his desk with used toilet paper. Walked in the strip club, my intestines were filled up. Moved the bartender, took a dump of the tip cup. Went over to a dancer, had a buck in her garden. She lifted her leg up, and I knew she was a father. 99% of my life I was lied to. I just found out my mom's got more gas than I do. I told her I'd grow up to be a famous rapper. Make a record about strange noises made on the crapper. You know you was dirt when the women rushed to leave. You try to hold it back, but you must need it relief. This guy at White Castle said it was pretty cool. But I had to go. Go drop the kids off at the pool. My anus. My anus. My anus, 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 my yeah, I was just heading home and going by here at Nova High School. Yes. One of the top academic schools here in the state of Florida. And it's nothing but bros and uh, Julios walking by on their lunch break, just throwing garbage all over the ground while they're walking okay, by. Okay, good one. I'm glad you're having a good time. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the air. <laughs> oh, God. I'm gagging on it just thinking about the kind of people who would take the time to wait on hold to, to share that important information with us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, God. Bros and Julios. Schmoes and Spoes. Here's a high leader. Hello. Neil, God. Speaking. Listen, I, first off, i got to tell you, George was on fire last week, dude. Um, when, I don't know. When, I, I guess you were got, you got sick or something. Thursday, yeah. Man, he was on fire. Dude. He was smoking it, yeah. He was, and he was doing very well, man. I'm actually very surprised. He gets better and better all the time. Come on. And uh, another thing about this kid, he's got me fired up. So if you wouldn't mind, if you spike up with two joints for us, Julio's here in Hialeah. Okay. Thank you very much. See you. No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on it. Just one. Come on. That's it. 
on the AT&T wireless line. We've got a few openings on there, like uh, two or 300. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing today, sir? Okay. I just had three quick things I wanted to say. Um, in regards to a Cuban lady called you about 20 minutes ago saying how the people that are protesting is just a small fraction of the Cuban population here in Miami. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. I hope that does not, you know, reflect bad on the rest of us that were not protesting. Well, let me say it again in case you missed it earlier. Channel 10 and Michael Putney uh, Sunday morning they had a pool mm-hmm. and uh, – 74% of the general community was opposed to the uh, slowdowns and the, uh, the civil disobedience, and 68% of the Hispanic uh, community agreed. So, like, overwhelmingly, almost everybody agrees to the same viewpoint. Well, that's the crap. Um, number two, um, my girlfriend, her mother has a sister who lives in the town where they were protesting in Cuba. Yeah. Well, she went to the rally, but she went ahead and she said that they were um, to go to the rally. Of course, the government told them to go. And they, the government also gave everyone that went to the rally a free T-shirt with Elian's face on it. Right. You get sardines, mm-hmm. oranges, crackers, <laughs> and rum. Wow. So that's something that, you know, to think about. Oh, I'm going to the next one. Here I thought all the Bacardi people were at Nixon's today. There must have been some of them down there, too. <laughs> I guess so. And the third thing, um, some people have been saying that um, the Cubans are, are favored more than the Haitians as far as um, people coming into the U.S. Yeah. And that might be so. But I also want to throw out there to all the listeners the fact that um, the United States did go into Haiti, overthrew whoever was there, put it there who the Haitian people wanted, and um, nothing worked out. On the contrary, um, the U.S. has not done that with Cuba. I think it would be fair if the U.S. could do that. Um, and that's all. I just want that for people to listen in here and okay. talk about. Good luck, you pal. You too. Don't hold your breath. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I thought it was pretty uh, unfair, George, to say last Thursday that the reason that they're not letting the Haitians in is because the Cubans smell better. I thought that was very poor taste. Pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Although he may have a point. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. And uh, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. I have a I have a solution to this whole Elion problem. Okay. They should award you custody, and you should go take the kid and raise him wherever you please. That way, he's not going back to Cuba. Castro won't be appeased, and he's not staying here and will be appeased. No, thanks. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT. I don't need no uh, per, those crazy people marching up and down outside my house. I get enough of that from Murmur on the phone every day now that they're back in town. Oh, boy. And can anybody answer, answer me the question why in God's name do the Toronto Maple Leafs need Wendell Clark? No. I mean, just for old time's sake, I guess. Because he's familiar with the town. 22 till 1 at 560 WQA. The sports leader. Sports Radio 560. QAM. Neil God. It's my understanding that one of you fellas said Jim Jenny and Demi. Jenny and Demi. Was it you? No. Somebody in this room said Jimmy. Oh, no, was it Jenny and Demi? It was Weenie Voice over here, man. But that's wrong. Jimmy and Danny. No. Jimmy and Danny. No. 
Yeah. You got to say Jimmy you. and Danny. It's Jimmy, Jimmy and Danny. Danny. Right. Danny and Jimmy. Jimmy and Jimmy. Jimmy and Danny. Jimmy and Danny. Jimmy and Danny. Jimmy and Danny. Jimmy and Everybody calm down. What we're going to do now is uh, we're going to set our program director on fire and offer him up as a sacrifice to the god of sports. Calm down, though. It's going to be all right. We're doing it for the At 560 WKMR, just received tremendous news. Yeah, just had a call and they informed me that at my colonoscopy tomorrow, Keith and Derek Brewer, the identical twins, oh! they're going to be like uh, steering the tube, oh! is what I heard. 567, what around Maury uh, this morning, along with these uh, disgusting identical twin midgets there, the ones that are about a foot and a half tall. Wouldn't you like to step on one of them? 567 uh-huh. 0560, pound 560 on the ATT wireless line. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, about the colonoscopy, don't get all worked up. I had it done about a year ago. Uh, why, does, why does everybody think I'm all worked up about it? I'm not I don't know, up. but you know what? The worst part about it for me was the day before when everybody was telling me how bad it was. Yeah. And you get there, and I was I was freaking out, and it's really, really nothing. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you, you go to sleep, they give you this uh, demo, whatever it is, uh-huh. and next thing you know, you wake up on the bed, and I don't know what happened, but I right. was in no pain. You don't know what was but, in there, but at least it don't I don't know what was in there, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> and uh, that, that fluid that they give you to drink the day before, that's pretty nasty, but it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's just a little unpleasant, and, you know, it'll make you a schmidt. Yeah, that's your idea. And besides that, me and you shared for a certain time the same proctologist. Um, oh, yeah. You know I'm talking about? Yeah. The, the magnet man. Yes, he did a pretty good job on me in, in the back, mm-hmm. but I ended up paying 50 bucks, and now I have two magnets that hold up notes on my refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's about it. But he, he's a good guy. I mean, you know, he didn't push him on me or anything. He just talked to me about him. I, ha- I, I happen to have this chain on my hip, and he goes, strap these on and see what happens. And I said, okay, so I paid for them, and obviously they did absolutely nothing. Yeah. You know, at least they didn't make it worse like it, like, like, like it happened to you, but... But um, they're on my refrigerator now. Pretty expensive uh, note holders on my refrigerator. Okay. Better, better you than me. Have a great day, pal. Take care, That's a great magnets if anybody out there wants No. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Oh, do we dare take another call from Fort Myers? Hello. Hey. Hello, yes, sir. Bill? Yes, I am. Hey, how are you doing? Okay. Hey, I got uh, two questions, or one question, one statement. The legal ramifications, if this kid was to get killed or get hurt seriously, would his dad be able to sue and would he be able to draw Social Security? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line, the out-of-town line. They must be really bored in Fort Myers today, man. Uh-huh. Got a lot of spare time on their hands. Worried about some real bad predicaments. 877-785-6345. I'm just worried about uh, Keith and Derek Brewer right now myself. And where can they be found? Here's a lady in Hialeah. Hello. Uh, yes, Neil? Yes, ma'am. Okay, I wanted to make a comment uh, on the alien uh, subject. See? Okay, the uh, Haitians saying that uh, they didn't see any Cubans uh, protesting the other day when they sent that boatload of uh, Haitians back to Haiti. Yeah. I don't see any Haitians protesting in the Cuban protest either. They should get off out there and protest themselves. They were out there protesting, ma'am. Well, then they better do something else, but don't come blame it on the Cubans just because they're out protesting. No, see, but the difference being the Haitians weren't blocking the roads and slowing down traffic and disrupting the community, and they never do that. They were out there uh, demonstrating peacefully. Well, yeah, but I think that uh, just by getting the police out there, that kind of like hypes up the crowd even more. Well, well, what does that mean, hypes up the crowd? What are they just supposed to let them do, just uh, go out there and block off traffic all day? The police did a hell of a job, ma'am. It hypes up the crowd. Yeah, let's blame the police. Let's blame everybody but the assholes who are out there slowing down traffic and blocking everybody and disrupting everybody else's life. The answer is no. No, no man. No. no, my hard-ass Cuban lady. The answer is no. Unfreaking acceptable And there isn't any responsible, underlying, responsible person in this community who will say anything different. Responsible. We're not talking about Jose Basulto. We're not talking about any professional agitators or rabble-rousers or Lincoln diaz Bullard or any other goddamn exploitative politicians. We're talking about responsible people, which there may be a few of us, including those two great editorials in the Sun Sentinel from Saturday and again this morning, which I read uh, earlier in the show. Right on the money. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. And there were a few Cuban politicians, to make it look good, who were out there demonstrating with the Haitians because it coincided with this other thing. So to make it look good, uh, Ballard was out there and a couple of other people say, hey, see, we uh, never did steal a freight train. But in the meantime, let's get back to Elian. Oh, my God. Now, what is this man doing on this line? Hello. Uh, first off, feel better, man. Yeah. 
I don't feel uh, like bad today, to be honest with you. In fact, this, this thing has been every other day kind of an illness. I'm not, talking, days. I'm not talking about you. I said Fat Rich feel better. Oh, Fat Rich, yeah. Yeah. Like he's I'll, listening now? I don't think he's listening. No, you don't think so? No. I think he is. Is that or he's doing magic tricks for the nurse? He's in intensive care. Is he? Yeah, he was last night. To put a stint in, you had to, uh, that's intensive care? I'm surprised. He had two angioplasties and a oh. stunt. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, I don't know if you remember, I used to sell, uh, scopes for about two years. Yeah, you were, you were a real Rectum. expert, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. And let me tell you what, there George is, always said you were a little anal. There is nothing worse than a sonoscopy. Have you ever had that done? No. Four feet of hose up your nose. Oh. Oh, oh a nose job? Oh. No. No nose and jobs for this kid. Well, what are they, got, what, now, what are they looking for with that? A sinus Well, they're thing? checking for a blockage in the sinus, any kind of infections, anything where maybe Coke is blown out of sinus cavity. Anyway, I demoed it in the doctor's office. He yeah. stood me up against the door and shoved four feet of it up my nose. <laughs> it was not yeah. pleasant. He was probably looking for the orange rinds. I've got a little hint for you tomorrow, a little trick. Okay. And now this is yeah, purely sure scientific. would. <laughs> this, is, this is purely scientific. If you're gonna if you're gonna be awake for the procedure, I'm not gonna be awake. Make sure you shave around your anus and the back of your testicles. No, I don't. I don't shave my anus or my testicles. I'll leave that to Joe Costello. Okay, because that'll get caught up in there and pull, and it's very uncomfortable. No, it will not. I don't have a real uh, hairy rectum. No, no more so than any you know ordinary okay. guy. Well, uh, in closing. Yes. Good. <laughs> oh. Woo. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line and that out of town line. If we could hear from some real place instead of our losers in Fort Myers today, God, they are really desperate over there. Yes. Wow. Talk about out of material. Talk about Yahoo Village. Man. Yeah, if they would have just drowned in, uh, that kid out there. 877 <laughs> One thing about Fort Myers, don't take this personally unless you want to, because we got a lot of nice people over there who listen. But there are some of you folks over there, and our sentiment, generally speaking, is this. I don't want to you know, make a wild generalization, but I think I'm being fair. Uh, we're glad you're there and we're not. 877-785-6345. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Mobile in Pompano. Oh, yes. Good afternoon. Is yes, sir. Yes, it is. Yes, Neil. I was on my way riding home. I, I was a first-time caller, long-time listener, and I was hearing you talk right. about the, the colonoscopy. It's yes. funny. This is my first topic to call you about, but my wife had just had that about four years ago, and it's yeah. very good to have hers come out positive, though, and she found out she had cancer, colon cancer. Right. And she's been back. She had surgery. Then she had a year of chemo, and she had to go back every year for three years. Mm -hmm. She'll have to keep going back. And everything was clear. The doctor did a perfect job in the surgery. Right. But the colonoscopy was the one that you know brought it out and showed that she had to go. Yeah. And now I have to go for. I just found this out the other day. I have to go for that signal. The what? That they call it the signal something signal. I heard you mention it before. Sig sigmoidoscopy. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. That's that's what I have to go for. Yeah, that, that's a little bit uncomfortable. But these people are getting a little carried away. That's you know, you, you kind of like twist and turn. You kind of twist and turn there while you're lying there because uh, you're not knocked out. You know, but uh, it's not the worst thing you'll ever encounter. You have to go for the colonoscopy or the uh, colonoscopy and the endoscopy. They're checking both ends just to be on the safe side. Oh boy. Yeah. And like I said, I hope they use different tubes. Yeah, I, and she had a perfect doctor. I mean, he's a real good doctor in Coral Springs, real good, though. Yeah. Um, what doctor was that? 
It's called Dr. Bittman. He's out oh, yeah, there. that's the same office as my doctor. Oh, really? He's yeah, partners his with my doctor. Is, he's a dream. I mean, I go with her every time. And he's really a dream. She's in 45 minutes, and she recovers for 45 minutes. And, right. And we're on our way home, no problem whatsoever. Excellent. So take care. Thank you very much. Thanks. Right. Good luck. Bye-bye. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. That out-of-town line, man, it's ringing off the hook, isn't it, today? No. No, strictly a Fort Myers. And the call we had from Palm Beach was pretty weak, too. Remember that one? Really bad. Really, really bad. 877-785-6345. You get George again tomorrow. How do you like that? Oh! Look, George is going to be loaded with good material. I bet you don't want to talk about the you-know-what tomorrow. So I'm going to be talking about Uranus. Don't be talking about my... Rectum. Okay. Until we get the inside story. Here's a lady in Bay Harbor Island. Hello. Yes. Uh, hello, Neil. How are you? Okay. That's good. Um, the midday news just finished on Channel 10, and I thought I'd let you in on this uh, breaking story by Michael Putney. He um, has um, uncovered information that the judge, uh, Rosa Rodriguez, in fact, um, in her past has made uh, money, has exchanged $42,000. Yeah, somebody faxed me that, and I had no way to confirm it. So well, I, found I, I was watching it, and $7,000. They don't know if the, this gentleman gave it to her or she maybe she was paying on a bill. It was to the PR man who, in fact, is the PR man of uh, Ilian Rodriguez, uh, Ilian Gonzalez's family. And he happened to be sitting in the front row uh, during the court hearing. And well, let, me, let me just read the facts that were sent. It says, Channel 10 was reporting in a bulletin that the Miami judge, who just ruled in favor of Ilian, has recently received $42,000 from family spokesmen of the family toward her reelection fund. Would that be an accurate way of describing it? Well, they didn't want to say who gave, if uh, she, the judge, gave to the PR man or the PR man and his wife, actually. There were two contributions, uh, monies exchanging, 7000 once, they said, on television, and 42000 another. Mm. And she also had used him, I guess, as a PR person because she was involved or is, in fact, Well, why, why wasn't, didn't she disqualify herself? Well, that's what the University of Miami law professor, who Diane Putnam brought then on the air to ask uh, if, in Diane fact... Diane Putnam? Was, or uh, was it Michael Magnum? Uh, Diane Magnum. Right. Yes. And um, they asked, and the professor did say that uh, the judge, uh, Rodriguez, should have at least acknowledged that she was familiar with someone affiliated to this case. And in closing, I'd like, yeah. I'd like to say one thing, and I know I, I couldn't have been the only one that saw this, um, yesterday after the ruling, when you could see the judge walking back into her chambers, if you if they showed the film all the way, you notice a little smile on her face and on the left side of her face as she's going to her chambers. And I swear to you, she gives she a wink a smile to somebody. On the left side of her face. I mean, she had a stroke. Is like the like after the like uh, Jean Chrétien. Well, that was the profile I saw, and then uh -huh. she gave a wink to someone. Mm. Did she give like a white power salute? Well, that's not normal, I think, for judges really to wink at, at yeah. the courtroom. Well, it all depends on what they look like, I guess. Okay, thanks. Woo! The plot is getting... Say this sign right here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, maybe she's learning to fly. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, 1257 at QAM. Wake up with the first team. Joe Rose, Jeff DeForest, and Steve Goldstein. No. Weekday mornings at 6, only on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Oh! Oh, right. oh boy, it's the one to two hour. 
Above a football, playing booty. Plays for the Cleveland Browns. He got a flag in his eye and he lost his mind and threw the referee on the ground. Oh! Will they get him out of the game? And pending further review, you say all is well or he'll go to hell. It's all up to tackle your boo boo boo. Now he's the man, Orlando Brown, throwing a referee on the ground, being an NFL jock. Did you never hear the jail cell lock? No. Coming every sports franchise. They're a man and criminal they didn't like. Now if you can catch the ball or run with the ball with rape and murder, that'd be all right. As long as they can the bleachers and sell out Sunday's game. Well, who cares who gets money long as they're making money if the landers like you do the wave. He'd be Orlando Brown throwing the red for me on the ground. Be an NFL job. Means you never hear the Chelsea lock. Be an NFL job. You never hear the jail cell lock. Okay, 102 at 560 WQM. Uh, Boca Brian effed up. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. Oh, my God. That's the first he made a mistake. God damn him. 567. Oh, by the way, you know, one thing that doctors uh, don't like to tell you because they do like you to come back over and over again, which is okay, and uh, they do like to prescribe a lot of pills to make it look like they're doing something because we're all impatient. But viral infections, uh, guess what, boys and girls? <laughs> Do antibiotics uh, make them go away? No. No. So if you have like a lingering viral infection, which a lot of people do these days, you could pop all the goddamn pills in the world and will it go away? No. No. And it's in, like Linda Blair said, in time. In time. Right. Or maybe not as the case may be. It'd go on for like a very long time. Like from here to eternity. And by the way, where the hell did Eric, where did, uh, uh, what's her name? What, what's her name? Marlena. Well, you don't know the days of our lives, do you? Well, you know, when you're homesick like right now and then, you start watching, oh, my God, and there's Bill Hayes and Julie and the old lady on. But we told her we'd call. When... Oh, my God, look at that. They brought them back, doddering old farts from the uh, from the uh, soap opera old ho- folks home. Man, oh, man, Gene Rayburn just missed out a chance to come back. Damn if he would have just hung on. You know, John feels that both shouldn't be. Bill and Julie, I can't believe it, from the gaze of our lives. So, anyway, Marlena's son, Eric, on that show. Anybody in this audience know Eric? Uh-huh. Let's get that number two, along with the Brewer twins. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. See, when you're home alone watching the soap operas, even when you're sick on a deathbed, you watch this stuff and it makes you feel a little bit better. It makes you squeeze once or twice, not too hard. Here's Miami. Hello, Miami. Hello. Buenos dias. Buenos dias, dude. Uh, first time callers. All right. Uh, All right. And I wanted to share a dream I had with you right now in my lunch break. Yeah. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty. We don't talk to uh, phony people that got a sock over it and their phone too, with their mouth full of something. Probably <laughs> Schmidt. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Isn't that his name, Eric Marlene's son on the uh, next uh-huh. days of our lives? I may have to start watching that again very closely. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello, North Miami. Hey Neil. Yes sir. I promise, only time caller. All right. Two comments. Uh, one, you can tell the uh, Spanish lady. I think the Haitians did try to block 79th Street and got the, you know what, kicked out of them about 10 years ago. Oh, 10 years ago. Well, they learned their lesson. 
Yeah, they, and, 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 and you notice, by the way, that after they arrested 50 people down there on Biscayne and uh, by the port, that that area uh, was uh, very conspicuously absent. Of a, in fact, they had the heat game there last night, and there were like two stragglers wandering around, and that was it. There was no disturbance, no. none. Yeah, and the last comment is, um, uh, why hasn't anybody thought on the uh, one of our government leaders to uh, civilly sue these people for disrupting public and maybe bankrupt a couple of these outfits like they do to other organizations? And then they might well, maybe we can make it bankrupt brothers to the rescue. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, or, or the personal leaders, and when, when they go through that hassle, maybe they'll realize what they're doing. Yeah, or maybe just put them in the slammer for a couple of years for uh, spawning civil disobedience, et cetera, and so on. Well, they they shut down a lot of unions that way. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Let me say it again. That was a great pull. Nice job there, Michael Putney on Channel Ten. If there wasn't such an obnoxious newscast there in 10, I would start watching them because 4, 6, and 7, oh, that's exactly what they make me want to do. Oh, they're so bad. But they got the, you know, Dwight Lauderdale, with that, uh, well, since he shaved off the, off the mustache, nobody likes him anymore. No. no. We used to like you better with a mustache. Grow it back, Dwight. It looks like he aged 80 years overnight. Here's a mobile in Kendall. Hello. Hey, Neil. I'm breaking up listening to you talking about colonoscopy. Uh, let me tell you a funny story real quick. Yes, sir. When I was in the, when I was in the Army about... 25 years ago, I had that done, and I was a senior officer in the Army, so these young doctors, you know, they wanted to really uh, stick it to you, you know. Mm-hmm. So they took me in to do that. They didn't give me anything to knock me out, and, and they didn't have TV cameras now and all this other stuff. Like, they had to look through these scopes, see? Yeah. So these two guys are sitting there, and I'm dying, you know what I mean, because I'm awake, you know what I mean, and it's hurting and all this other stuff, and I, and I hear them talking, you know. And they're talking back and forth, and I said, what does it look like in there? And the guy said, well, it looks like a tunnel. You want to take a look? And I said, yeah, I've, I've been up there a couple of times before when I had my head up my butt, but I don't know what the hell it looks like. You know, and the guy said, that guy hands me the scope. He handed you the tube. How do you like that? And, I'm and you looked there, up your own rectum. And I think I passed on that. I'm looking up my own thing, you know. Yeah. And uh, What did it look like? It looked like the Holland or the Lincoln Tunnel? It, uh, like a gray Holland tunnel, you know? Yeah. And these guys are laughing and joking and, you know, and uh, that thing's <laughs> taking a turn, you know what I mean? And I'm saying, you know, boy, was this a big mistake, you know? Senior officer go in here for two young Army doctors, you know. Yeah. To... But nowadays, see, they, they put it on, on the camera and all that. So you could probably get a videotape of it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I wound up on, like, candid camera. Uh, sure, you week. could get a videotape, take it home, show it to your friends, you know? Right. In fact, maybe we'll just have a, uh, our next appearance. We'll just uh, show it to everybody. Take a look inside Neil's. Correct them. You know, get everybody on the floor. Yeah. Okay, oh, these pal. guys are having a ball, you know what I thanks, mean? And, thanks. They're, and they're laughing at me, you know what I mean? This sucker's taking a turn, you know what I mean? When it takes a turn, and this yeah, I've is... heard a lot of guys say that. I'm turning it right now. Okay, 567 560 On the AT&T. Well, it felt like a finger anyway. AT&T wireless line, whatever I'm talking about. Oh, did I thank our friends from Bacardi? I promised that uh, fine young man from Bacardi. I would mention him being at our appearance on Saturday at Nick Cigars. He was a very fine young man who's a big fan of the show, too, by the way. And those Bacardi girls. And the Bacardi girls, I uh, took a picture with them, didn't notice them too much because I was paying more attention to him, but nevertheless. And how's Danny doing, by the way? Not Danny from Danny and Jimmy. Now, if we could just find some good-looking guy in the audience named Jimmy, we could have our own Danny and Jimmy. How do you like that? Yeah. Forget about these other guys. They're ugly. Sorry, Danny, but, you know, those uh, those Batman lips just don't make it. Nine minutes after one. Oh, it's not the bad. It's the Joker lips. That's what he's got. Like the Joker. Uh, remember? And, uh, yeah, he would. No, that's too recent for uh, Boca Brian, the Joker. 
Joe Zagaki sucks, okay? WQM, at least he didn't run out of the good juice, I guess. 5670560, oh, the out of timeline, forget it. We don't care about them. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yes, hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Um, first, I want to say that I just started li- listening to your show very recently, and I think it's great. I'm a first time caller. Thank you. And it was my boyfriend that hooked me on to you guys. Um, I'd actually like to send a greeting to him. His name is Johnny. Hi, Johnny. <laughs> and. First, Eric Brady is a cutie, isn't he, from Days of Our Lives? Oh, Eric Brady. Jesus, where the hell did he come from? I I haven't watched that show uh, since Jesus was a baby in 100 years. And uh, you turn on the show, Marlene is still the same. She looks exactly the same. And then they brought back the guy that used to be like the ranch hand on the show, and all of a sudden he's uh, Roman. Who are, yeah. they, who are they kidding? He was oh, on a geez, show 20 years ago. huh? Actually, what's even funnier is when John and Marlena came back from their honeymoon, their yeah. daughter's 10 years older. And, uh, oh, well, uh, see, it happens on Guiding Light. The kids, one day they're 12, the next day they're 20. I know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. And uh, Stefano, he's only died 55 times. Oh, he's still on I was there. just telling Johnny all about that, my boyfriend. He's yeah. like, 900 lives, huh? Exactly. <laughs> but I also wanted to comment on that Elian thing. It is so asinine. Mm-hmm. I mean, just send him back to his father and leave us alone. He must be the most important person on the face of the earth, you know, with all the coverage he's getting. I know, and do do you know what? These people would stop protesting if the press did not glamorize them. Yeah. I mean, that's all there is to it. Just remember, channels 4, 6, 7, and 10, Antichrist. Oh, geez. Juan Snatches. I mean, um, Rick Snatches. Snatches, yeah. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Have a great day, pal. Uh, uh, Ma'am. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Don't call ladies pal. Pally. Hey, Pally. By the way, where's the fat boy lately, huh? (laughs) Not that I miss him or anything like that. Oh, God. Yeah, if you stay home during the daytime, if you're sick and you turn on the soap operas, even if you think soap operas are for pansies, a lot of beautiful people on there, male, female, some you're really not too sure, like uh, Billy there on Guiding Light. We're not too sure about him, but here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Am I on? It sounds exactly like you. I'm on. I'm on. What are you on? Hey, two quick comments, and I'll hang up and listen to your response. He's on. Okay. On the... Neil, on this alien thing. Alien. Alien. Yes. Alien. Alien. Where are the, we got to be, be the laughing stock 
this. Yeah, but we're used to that, aren't we? Yeah, aren't we, we used are. to that? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, always we're the laughing stuff. Pawns. At least we're consistent. We are just pawns in this game. Yeah. We are just pawns in this game. We're prawns? Is that what Pawn. we're talking about? Oh, pawns? P-A-W-N, pawns yeah. with an S. I always like shellfish, and, all that's a little behind cholesterol, but anyway. And? Yeah. Uh, and, Have a great day. I can't, he's just too much stammering, you know I understand that when you're on the phone, it's a little bit difficult sometimes. It is a little on the hard side, but in his case, I doubt it. But, I mean, uh, stammering. I'm just not big at a stammer. You know, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. See, my philosophy in life is, and it, uh, it's a good advice to live by, when in doubt, <laughs> spit it out. Here's a Palm Beach. Hello. Palm Beach. Going once. Going twice. What is it about Palm Beach and Fort Myers? Where are all of those people, they yeah. off their feed, man. Something about it. Here's a mobile in Delray Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil, I just wanted to give you some good news. Eric. Uh, change... Yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. Change the subject just a little bit. But like you, we've got a uh, small and a large dish. Yes. And uh, last week I had occasion to call that link, our service provider, and they said we could get the networks on the big dish again. You can? On the big Maybe. dish? Immediately signed up for him. Yes, sir. I got uh, Prime Time East, and I also got the Denver Five. Put oh, you mean there. the? Uh, how is that possible? Don't know. They said that there was some uh, action God. signed by the president last week, and uh, they are now able to provide that service again. And uh, I signed up for a heartbeat. Yeah. But, uh, just took no thought at all. stop you right now. It's great news. I was extremely excited because, like you, I can't stand the local. There's nothing like all the Orthodox say. There's nothing like having two sets of dishes, man. You got it. Okay, but, thanks for uh, the good news. Yeah, it was great. I, th- about three years ago, they tried to take the networks away, and they uh, yeah, they keep screwing over our lives. Yeah, they said if you can give us a reason why not, uh, state it here. And I just said, how can I pretend I'm not here if you make me watch local TV? Right. And I thought that was a pretty good response. That's I never excellent. heard back from them. Well, thanks for doing a great job. I'm, I'm sure you did it. You put us over the top. I'm proud to be a good participant here. Take okay, care. Thank now. you. Thank you. That woman is my mother, Eric. Take your phone off, Barry. Come on. She's cute. Well, there you go. Something for everyone. Not as pretty as him, though. you got to admit, he's prettier than she is. He's real pretty. Eric. Don't fade out, Eric. Oh, sorry. Too late. 5670560. I don't have room in my life for all these goddamn soap operas, okay? Except Guiding Light, which I've been watching for now, longer than I'm caring to admit. Do you have any idea how long I've been watching that now? 41 years. 41 years. Do I dare tell that boring story about how I used to come home from lunch from high school and it was on 15 minutes at 12.45 after search for tomorrow with Joan Meshuggie of Tate? Do I dare tell that story? No. No. 41 years. And guess what? Bill Bauer just died, huh? Had that story last week. Boy! And Vanessa's in a goddamn coma again. Jesus, she's in. She's out. She's like the Jeff Cohen of soap operas. In and out. In and out. What am I? I'm rambling now. I think Eric put me over the edge. Maybe Eric will be standing there at my bedside tomorrow when I have my colonoscopy, huh? Oh, right. Don't get too close, Eric. Here's the mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. Look, unfortunately, I'm an expert on colonoscopies. I've Uh-oh. had about 10 of them. Really? Yeah, I've got uh, ulcerative colitis, so I have to have one every year, year and a half. Okay, now what is ulcerative colitis? I had last week. What is ulcerative colitis? What are the symptoms? Um, very frequent bowel movements. With mucus in there and and urgency. Yeah. And I mean, I haven't had it for a couple of years. And, and, and that's recently. all. That's all it is. Well, don't say it's all it is because you can go thirty, forty times a day. 
30, 40 times a day. Yeah, in other words, as soon as you stand up and start to walk around. Keeps you out of trouble. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah, 30 or 40 down. times a day? When that's you, like uh, twice an hour. That's correct. And during your waking hours, more like two and a half times an hour. That's, of course, the question correct. is, how do you do it a half, half a time? When it's active. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. You're taking the prep that you're going to take. Uh, good news and bad news. Yeah. The prep that you're going to take, you only have to drink like the one glass full. And it's like dynamite. Right. And it'll clean you out. Mm -hmm. But it rips the hell out of your stomach. I mean, it really rips you. Oh, great. The other, but, but the other, but, but if they gave you the regular prep, which is, uh, colite, you have to drink a four liter, uh, container. That's like, uh, like a gallon of that car. Oh, no And it is, and you have to drink it every 10 minutes. You Take me to your liter. I'll pass on that. Yeah, it's no fun. I think uh, you, you might as well endure the pain. Now, as far as the colonoscopy itself, you're going to lay on the table. Yeah. They're going to have the intravenous line in you. The guy's going to come, and you're going to get the guy's going to what? Uh, the, uh, yeah, I no, sure yeah. hope not. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> this is starting to sound a little kinky to me. Uh, uh, you're going to get Demerol and Versed. And what? Versed is Versed, C E S E D. That's what they use. That's that's what they use for the local. Yeah. And uh, once they inject it into your line, you'll have five, anywhere from five to ten very pleasant seconds. Beautiful floating, you know, the, better than the best pot. I'll be floating, and, yeah. And, and then, you're, then you're completely out. Oh, good. Now, some, some patients, they ask, would you like to see it on the TV? No. And if you want to see it on the TV, instead of giving you like five milligrams, no. they'll give you two or three, and then you're awake watching the TV screen. No, I'm watching my own TV right here, right now. I don't, I don't You'll see the them. pictures when you're done, because right. when they do the colonoscopy, there is a camera in there, mm -hmm. and they click the camera, and you get pictures. And as soon as well, well, over, let me ask you this. If they find like a polyp way up in there, do they snip it? it out. They, they snip it right it then. They'll snare it, and they'll take it out. They snare it? Biopsy. They snare it. <laughs> yeah, with a snare. Now, are they using the Ron Popeil pocket fisherman to do this at the same time? <laughs> to snare it? Well, it all depends. It all depends on you. Who's your doctor, anyway? Dr. Diamond. I'm not familiar with He's a, a Bittman's partner in Crowley. He's very good. Okay. So they say. I'll let you know if he's very good. Now, listen to me. One other thing. With that, when you're on that thing there, yeah. uh, make sure... If you're awake when they start doing the colonoscopy, mm -hmm. make sure both of his hands aren't on your shoulders. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. You'll I've be read, fine. I've read those stories, pal. Thanks a lot. You'll do fine. It's a piece of cake. Okay. Okay. Thanks. No, bye -bye. I wish I could have a piece of cake. Can I eat anything today? No. No, this is Yum Kipper today for me. Can't eat a thing. You could eat breakfast today on a prep day, but do I eat breakfast? No. So what's the point of eating it in the first place? Might as well get a head start. Might when in doubt start cleaning it out. Yeah. Sounds real pleasant to me, doesn't it? But like I said, this is the way God, he works in mysterious ways. You know, that's why we got all that plumbing and those strange things and those tumors and God only knows what. And then, of course, every, how come everybody's only calling about the uh, rectum? But I've only had one or two calls about the endoscopy where they stick the tube down your throat. And like I said, I hope they wash it off first after they pull it out of the other end. Yeah, I'm getting both ends. Boy, when they get through with me, they'll have pictures of uh, matchstick men by the time they get through with me. I mean, everything, every little uh, nook and cranny. Five, six, oh, look at this. Here's a call from St. Petersburg. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Good luck at the doctor tomorrow. Uh -huh. Also, uh, the last gentleman before this guy here about uh, NetLink and the networks being restored is absolutely correct, sir. Absolutely correct, sir. What a great piece of news that is. And he was right. And, uh, no, that's, just wanted to fill you in on that. And you have a loyal listener here and keep up the good work and, uh, 
I'll listen to you on Thursday. And God bless you. Thanks, Neil. Thank you. There's a call from St. Petersburg. That guy was a lot better than our Fort Myers callers today. Uh-huh. Don't take it personal there in Fort Myers. we got a lot of wonderful people, but they're busy, and they're trying to uh, make a living so they can buy out the Wanna Beasleys and do something productive with their lives. But, boy, some of those calls from Fort Myers, man, all you can say is, yeah. what the hell is going on over there, and did the sheep uh, run away over the weekend? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. We're deciding today: can he stay? Can he leave? Okay. Shall he stay? Shall he leave? Not Elion necessarily. We'll find somebody else. We'll take a vote on. Who, who else can we take a poll on? Should he stay or should he get the hell out of here? That's going to be a long list. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking over twenty or thirty. It was rapidly flashing through my mind. Most of the sales department flashed through there real fast. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. Um, you have a very good, um, entertaining show. Yes, I do. Uh, I listen to you all the time. I just never call you. But um, I want to say uh, something about what's going on in Miami. Um, you know, um, I've been listening to it, and uh, I, it really gives a bad name to all of other Hispanics like me. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually white, but, I don't, but you know, it's called Hispanic. I think Hispanic is not a race. I think white is a, it's a white, black, Asian, and but anyway. Um, I, I think what we're going to have to do in this town is start making everybody take a blood test to find out what their uh, family tree is, you know? Yeah, but anyway. And some of those uh, people down there, they should have been up in a tree. Listen to this. Like I was, Mr. Basulto. I was, I was listening to a radio station uh, in Spanish the other day, and they were saying, where was Raul Martinez, and where was Regalado, and where was Pineda? And I mean, they're doing their job, you know? They're commissioners, they're mayors. Regalado was down there in the middle of it like he always is. He's an exploiting piece of crap. Yeah, I mean, you know, why Why would it, Pinellas have to be at the mayor's office and, and Martinez, I, I really don't understand why would they have to do screaming and doing all these... Mayor Martinez, mayor Martinez was job. busy out there in the streets of Hialeah beating up midgets and keeping <laughs> the streets clear for traffic. You're right. I'm just uh, just calling to, to you know, um, to let you know, I hope, you know, you guys don't consider... That uh, no, his family's the same. You know, I really, I really, I really we, we know it's we know it's the same old agitators over and over again, and they're brainwashed little punky kids who got nothing better to do than be a bunch of wise asses and go out That's in the street. That's really sad. That's really sad. Um, you have a good show. I don't always agree with everything you say, but it's very entertaining. Thanks, pal. Take care. Arrivederci. One twenty-six at five sixty WQAM. How can uh, Doug and uh, Julie be back on uh, Jesus Christ? And I think uh, Tom Horton's wife. I thought she died a while ago, uh-huh. and she came back. I mean, in real life. On soap operas, sometimes they die and they come back, but she like died for real, and she's back. Oh! Let's hear it for Alice Horton or whatever the hell her name is. God damn it! This is five sixty QAM. Neil Rogers. God. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale of the bearded comedy star Whose machine took over a tropic isle south of Florida They ran from the big fat Cuban man Who conquered their island home With freedom's lights for a wealthy view And the rest had to take a boat Or build a raft and float Yes! <laughs> Fought to get it back, but quickly gave it up. After giving the bay a picture, try the Air Force didn't show up. They floated into Miami and put the politicians in place, like Bayer Peanuts and Suarez. So I roll you 
Okay, 131 at 560 WQ. I'm almost gagging here because somebody faxed me a uh, whole description here. Hopefully this is very old, by the way, about the medical procedure with colonoscopies. It says, uh, two nights before the procedure, patient takes 60, uh, milli- whatever that is, of magnesia, and one night before uh, hand takes either two ounces of castor oil or 10 ounces of magnesium citrate orally. Yeah, exactly. On the morning of the exam, mechanical cleansing of the sigmoid and left colon is carried out by two tap water enemas until fluid return is clear. Alternatively, commercially prepared solutions such as Go Lightly may be used with equivalent results without the need for enemas. And that goes on about uh, 50 gallons of... Uh, oh, Jesus, God. Thanks a lot, Jethro. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, I just wanted to ask you a, a question. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. Yes, sir. And uh, I wanted to ask you, what is the difference between what the Cubans are doing? And I, I don't think that they should block, you know, the roads. Mm-hmm. But what is the difference between what they're doing and when an airline stri- uh, strikes? In other words, you know, the pilots strike and they hold up the whole nation mm-hmm. on all these flights. What's the difference? Well, I mean, uh, you know, you well, how about any union? Any union? Well, uh, no, I, I agree with that, you know, but but I, I know what you're saying, but it's, there's no difference. The, the difference is that this is the American way, is it not? No, no, it is not. I mean, people who are members of unions have a right to strike. People who are just ordinary people with a grievance. If every time somebody, a group of people gets pissed off about something and they go out and start disrupting traffic and slowing down and, and making threats to block See, the, the, the people who go on strike, like the, the airlines, they have a specific grievance that has to do with the airline itself. These people are taking out on people that have nothing to do with their grievance, uh, all of their problems. Uh, the, the public has got nothing to do with it. What the hell does the airport have to do slowing down the airport for people that want to uh, live their lives? What does, no, that, I, what does that have to do with whether Eliana Rodriguez stays in Miami or goes back to Cuba? Oh, no, no, I agree with that. I mean, I agree that you shouldn't block the airport. Because when people from the airlines go on strike, it's not it's not specifically done to punish the consumer, the people who want to fly, but it's done to put to bring pressure on the company that they work for to settle their grievances. Yeah, but it's the, still the, the brings, people, but The it, people who are trying to drive on the streets of Miami, they can't settle this grievance. Yeah, but they still bring grievance on, on the consumer, yes. on those pilots. When right. They, when they start, I, I agree. I couldn't agree you know, with you more. So, Okay, Neil. Hey, I hope everything works out good for you. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Hope it all comes out in the Correct end. Five six seven zero five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, how are you doing this afternoon? Okay, sir. Yeah, I just want to say that I'm at this point I am totally uh, indifferent to the Elyon crisis. Good, excellent. You know, that's the best way to look at it. Look at this. Um, one of the things I want to talk to you about, or touch bases with you on, is this. You know, in terms of trying to improve. Your quality of life and all Americans' quality of life. Mm-hmm. Tell me this: what What do you know? As I spoke to George, I guess the other day about what do Alan, I know? Not much. Yeah, about Alan Keyes. What yeah. do I know about him? Yeah, I know well, he's a self-hating schmart, so I know that. Wait, hold on, tell me. You know, he reminds me of he reminds me of the log cabin Republican fags, the people with a death wish. That here he's like Jews for Hitler. In, in addition to which, he makes Gary Bauer look like look like Ted Kennedy. That's how, with his moralistic bullcrap and values and God, he's a bullcrap artist, Alan Keyes. Let me, let me just explain this to you now. Here's the reality. You know, yes. the, man, the man is talking about basically reuniting 
our nation. They should be bringing, bringing the nation back to the principles on which the nation was founded. And what was that? Um, sticking their nose in everybody else's business and being a goody two-shoes? Is that what well, it was founded no, on? It's about self-empowerment. You know, less government, morality. You know, he's not, he's not for self-empowerment. He's he's another one of these right-wing lunatics that wants the government in your bedroom. No, no, no. That's got nothing to do with self. Yes, yes, yes. I listen to those debates. I hear the crap he's spewing. This man really he takes the hands off approach. He wants to give more back to the people. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, you know, in other words. You look at the other candidates in terms of what they have to offer. They they really don't have anything to offer. Sir Allen, because because of the fact that you happen to be black, therefore you like Allen Keys no, 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 because no, no. he's time black. Time is that time what time you're telling me, time sir? Time I mean, no, that's ridiculous. I, no, because I'm a supporter of Bill Clinton. That has nothing yeah. to do with it. It's just so what has he got going for him? This guy who's just wasting everybody's time. He isn't you know, going to get a. He isn't going to get one percent of the, in the primary. Exactly. That's the problem. He doesn't have the name recognition. Otherwise, this gentleman's ideas, values, and principles that far exceeds any of the other candidates that I saw on that stage. I, could, I, Bush, could, I couldn't disagree with you more. He, to me, he's the worst. He's even worse than Gary Bauer. He's even worse <laughs> than Papa Bauer. Listen, did you hear George Bush or Gary Bauer speak? Come on. You know, George Bush could hardly put together a, a comprehensible sentence. Didn't you hear George Bush say, yeah. I heard it. And George Bush is running on his father's name. Yeah, that's all he's doing. That's right. Hey, I'm not going to defend any of the others because they don't have one candidate in there that's worth the uh, price of peanuts. I agree with that. And, but Alan Keyes is a waste of time, sir. And uh, when when candidates start getting up and moralize and talking about bringing us back to the values and all this other crap, he's talking caca. He ought to go to the ministry. He can make a fortune there. He ought to start a television ministry and stop wasting his time with his crap. What kind of who do you look at as being the ideal candidate of the uh, of the individuals that are participating right there, now? Isn't, there isn't any good candidate in either party, any of them. Okay, no, not the above. Well, you asked me a question. I'm telling you, I don't like any of them. Well, no, well the reality is, I think I like to, Mario Cuomo. You need to pay attention a little bit more with the politics and understand what these people are trying to bring across. Because uh, let me just say that. Well, so in other words, I need to pay attention more. I've been watching those debates, even though I'm a Democrat. I've been watching those debates, and because I don't agree with your perception of what he says, therefore I'm not paying enough attention. No, well, that's man, ridiculous. No, no, I'm not saying that. One thing. What I'm, are you saying? What I'm saying is this: the guy has some great ideas. I don't and, agree with you. I think he's full of crap. And, and here's the thing about it. And you can keep saying it over and over again and just wasting your time. Have a great day, sir, and stop trying to peddle a guy that's not going to get 50 votes. He's got great ideas. Oh, we got to go back to morality, and I'm signing this pledge to keep the fags out of the military, and uh, we want to do this and back into church and spirituality. He talks crap. Let me say it again. He makes Gary Bauer seem like a raving left-wing, like a communista almost. And Gary Bauer's got his uh, card with a swastika on it. That's how, that's how raving far to the right this guy is, Alan Keyes. Just like fags, the log cabin Republicans, rich, spoiled, like Alice Rantel, rich, spoiled little faggots who can't leave the Republican Party. Because that's the way mommy and daddy brought them up. Pathetic. 22 before 2 at 560 WQM. Ah! The Panthers host the Islanders Wednesday night at National Car Rental Center. Join the new voices of Panthers, Chicks McDonald and Randy Moore. Oh, hang on, Loretta. The Caps are on the prowl. Panthers preview starts at 7 here on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Neil? God? Hi, I'm John Rocker. You know, when him left this Major League Baseball, Pinko Bag told me I couldn't swing at the ball with a burning cross. Well, sir, I decided to open my own goddamn Christian-style restaurant, Rocker's Barbecue. At Rocker's Barbecue, we got a full menu of down-home cooking, like possum stew and leg of negro, slow-roasted over a spit. 
And as for Friday night, we go Brazilian. Yeehaw! That's where I'll sashay around to my favorite dress and love my skewer of meat on your table. We don't let sticks or niggers and Jews in rockers barbecue. No. Okay, it's uh, 142. Now, that last call, he was a classic example of what's wrong with a lot of callers. And he's probably thinking, oh, that son of a bitch hung up on me. I hung up on you because, first of all, it's only a four-hour show. Secondly, you said the same thing over and over at least ten times. And thirdly, you're trying to sell me something that I'm not buying. You're entitled to that opinion. You can elope with Alan Keyes. I'll pack you a sandwich. I don't care. Have a great life. I don't like him. I don't like what he says. He's uh, he's another, uh, not even a friend. I wouldn't even call him a fringe candidate. He's like, non-existent, except he's in there bugging everybody every year. He's a perennial uh, waste of time. So what's the point? Is there a point? No. Thank you. The point is that Bill Hayes looks really bad there on the gaze of our lives. Oh, she was to snap. Oh, my God. And that bow, huh? Bow. 17 till 2. We got Hank Goldberg from Cool City at 2, Boog Shabby at 6. Hurricane basketball against Seton Hall against the girls' team, 7 o'clock tonight. Here's Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Palm hey, Beach. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Turn it down. Turn that down. Turn that radio down. Turn that radio down, Dan. Yeah, turn the radio down, you douchebag. Yeah. Neil? Yes, sir. I just wanted to tell you, man, you are right on every point, okay? And I remember, I'm a third-generation Miamian. I remember when there were no Cubans in Miami. Yeah. Except gardeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was beautiful. And the Spartans stayed on their side of the tracks. God love them. You know? Oh, like I said, Palm Beach and Fort Myers. Fort, and forget about Jimmy and Danny. We got Fort Myers and Palm Beach, Palm Beach and Fort Myers. What are we going to do with the both of them, you know? Wow. Five, six, seven, oh, five. Now, what is it that he usually says, that voice? He usually says, uh, I'm trying to think of which one he is with that rednecky voice. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Yeah, he usually says basically the same thing. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Plantation. Hello. Oh, how are yes, you doing, sir. Neil? Okay. I was wondering if you think that the, the Dolphins going to have a higher run. Oh, there's uh, Eric, by the way. Well, <laughs> oh, it looks like those lips have had a lot of practice, Eric. I don't know what they've been doing. Five, six. What are you laughing about? Five six seven oh five sixty. See, if some guy who's on TV, for example, or anyway, is pretty, then right away, Matacon, you know, but that doesn't make him uh, some kind of a fag. There are pretty guys who are straight, one or two. I can't name any at the moment, but, huh? And I like uh, Miguel, our buddy Miguel in there, who was uh, kind enough to, and by the way, Joe Costello wussed out on Saturday. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Mr. Auto Racing, Mr. Macho Auto Racing guy. Did he show up there at Nick's uh, Flagler Street? No. No, which he was threatening to do. And you want to know why? Because he was probably a scared. Just like Boca Bryan came in here and said, oh, I'm a scared of those procedures you're going to go to. What kind of a pussy are you, man? You're like one step away from John Penis who was hyperventilating and passing out the day they came in here and drew blood out of my arm. Yeah, that's right. A real man. He, like uh, just yesterday, they drew blood again in my doctor's office. Some young Schwarzer lady. She did a nice job, too, by the way, sweetheart. Look at that. Just a little, as opposed to the usual big black and blue bar. You can barely even see that little prick. And the one on my arm, too. Five six seven oh five sixty. Here's the facts. Are you off the Atkins diet? Why? How about Nunya? Huh? None of your goddamn business. Was I ever on the Atkins diet recently? No. I love these people that keep calling up. Uh, you know, I'm talking about fish food and all the crap we're eating here. Uh, what is wrong with these people? Huh? What is wrong with them? If you're on the Atkins diet, I'm on a great diet today. It's called the starvation diet. 
It's called the water and Gatorade and the stuff that makes you crap your brains out, Doug. That's it today. And I guarantee you, tomorrow I'm going to get on that scale. It's going to be sensational. It's going to be like a miracle. When in doubt, clean it out. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, Neil. How are you doing? Great. Uh, Neil, um, this is my, I'm a first-time caller. I'm a Cuban-American, and to be quite honest with you, I'm getting sick and tired of hearing all these self-serving Cuban political exile leaders shoving their ideologies and their self-righteous uh, beliefs down everyone's throat. Shoving it down our throats. Uh, you know, I mean, when first it was the Orioles going to Cuba, yeah. and then it was Los Bonbon. Los Bonbon, bon, bon, right. And it's all full of, uh, they're a bunch of hypocrites mm-hmm. because... I mean, the Orioles can't go to Cuba, but yet every Pepe and Ophelia and Hialeah can go and take American dollars to Fidel. Right. And what's the purpose of the embargo then? Right. Then you got Los Bambon coming, and they're playing, and then people just want to go and enjoy the music, and they got a bunch of people blowing their nuts out there. You know, how, how can they, I, I said this last week, and I'll say it again. How can the same people who have no concept of what freedom is all about be out there in the streets, you know, libertad, libertad, when they have been standing in the way for years now of real liberty in Dade County and turning it into a banana republic where they judge and, uh, and permit whatever they like and whatever they don't like can't be here. That's not liberty. That's fascism, which, of course, they know a lot about. Exactly. And, uh, well, Neil, that's basically all I had to say. And uh, I'm a first-time caller, and I love your show. Keep up the good work. All right, pal. I'll pray for us. Take care. Thanks. Come on, Baruch Bereshit, Bereshit. What kind of a statement is that, huh? They knew their Bereshit in the Bible, those uh, Hebrews. That, that's what it says in the beginning. Bereshit, Barah, LOL, whatever that means. Haaretz. Hey, I know my damn Bible crap, that Hebrew stuff, huh? A bunch of garbage is what it is. Silly stuff. Fairy tales for adults. In the beginning, God created a deep and a boop, right. And it was good. Well, if it's so good, how come they got to go look at my breakfast uh, tomorrow, huh? If it's so good. He saw it was good. I hope they see it's good. No, seriously, what what how, what kind of a person would believe in about all the disease and the uh, the suffering and the crap in the world? Oh, well, God, he has a plan. Like Roger Nielsen says, you know, I wish you luck, Roger, but stop talking to religious crap, okay? He's got a plan for me, and whatever it is, I can accept it. Bada bee, bada booyah. Okay, Roger. And by the way, we don't want Wendell Clark. Here's Miami. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. My buddy Eric's on there right now. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to, uh, I, I don't know if the, the Cubans, all they have to say about uh, the protesting and stuff is how did this country come about? Uh, protesting and the Tea Party protesting. But hey, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Let me ask, wait a minute. Wait a minute, sir. You're talking about people who are fighting for their freedom against the tyranny of the British, sir. What That's is exactly what, 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 what I was going to say. What? That's, that was exactly what I was going to say. People were protesting for freedom in the United States. Yes. Now, you have all these Cubans. Fidel fights up in Cuba. Wow, they have to rally. Where in Cuba? No, here. Right. And knowing the people that we, really, if they, I mean, uh, uh, Uncle Neil, if you wanted to get rid of a tyrant, like, suppose he, uh, Fidel is. Sir, he's not going anywhere. He's not yeah. leaving. He's no, not what, going. No, but what, what, my message to the Cubans, that the two What is your Cubans, message? The 200 Cubans that were protesting is, if you want to get rid of Fidel, go to Cuba and get rid of Fidel. Because Fidel is just laughing his ass off, looking, you know, just looking at the kind of crap they're doing over here. He's looking at crap. You know. Okay, thank you, sir. A lot of people looking at crap this week. Oh! Yeah, that seems to be that seems to be what it's all about. A lot of people looking at crap. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. It's 10 before 2. How about them dolphins, huh? Oh, oh God. 
the delirious, these people on this radio station, those sports nerds, man. Wait till they play a team like Jacksonville this week that's not a girls team, like they just barely squeaked by. By the way, did anybody mention Orlando Mari? No. Tommy Hutton? No. No, the kickers. They're the only reason they're in 90% of the games they play is because of the kicking guys. And Joe Costello told me, by the way, Olinda Mari, for a little guy, has got a very, very, very small penis, which I thought most little guys had. He's got a, he said, like a butterfly. But he sure can kick that thing, man. That's what Joe said. He said he used to take showers together. I said, in gym class? He said, no, like after school. That'll teach you not to show up at goddamn uh, Knicks on Saturday, you pudwhacker. Boy, what a pussy, huh? Mr. Macho Auto Racing Man. Hey, he's afraid of a couple of crazy Cubans down there. Do we have any problems? No. No, everybody was very nice. No. Well, except for that tainted medianoche, uh, you ate. Right. Oh. I made a joke in passing. People were calling up, taking it seriously. There were Internet rumors. About what? About you eating a, a poison medianoche, and that's why you weren't in. Uh, well, isn't that interesting? Because I've had this uh, whatever I got for three weeks now, so it must have been a retroacting sandwich. 10 before, that, is that why they call it a retrovirus? Uh-huh. 10 before 2 at 560 WQM. Only one South Florida radio station. <laughs> You're Stop listening it. to it. Hank Goldberg, weekday afternoons at 2, Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Swing club swinging on Saturday night. The price of admission, $150. A bottle of Bacardi rum, $17.99. When it's on sale at Albertsons. Contraceptives, free. The look on Joe Costello's face when he sees a pair of an old man's oozing balls hovering over his face, priceless. Masturbation guard. It's everywhere a race car driver wants to be, even if he can't drive a stick. All right. What timing? All right. I told you we could even. Woo. Heavy <laughs> duty. 155. <laughs> well, I wish you could see yourself in a mirror. George just turned purple. Wow. You had to have been there. Yeah, okay. 155 at 560 WQM. I don't want to be there, believe me. Trust me. Now, if Eric might have been there, like over in the corner. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes. Two quick things. On the, uh, I would like to talk about the Panthers, if I may. But first, Who? Like the Panthers. Oh, I remember but, them. But before that, I'd like to talk about a quick thing about aliens. This kid does not need... The courtroom, he does not need Disney World. Let's get him on the field. If he can throw the ball over 9 miles an hour, he yeah. stays. If he uh-huh. can't, he goes. Okay, moving out of the Panthers. Panthers, go Panthers. It's not okay, great. Here's uh, Durrell. Hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. I have a little question for you. Okay, I want to buy the best of uh, Neil Rogers 1999. Uh-huh. I saw the CD on sale. I said on the 24th. Right. So it's all over. It ended the end of the year. It's uh, history. you got to buy from Center One. I got to buy from Center One? Right. And how would I go about doing that? Uh, 954. 954-563-3600. Or, or you can also get it right off the uh, our website, neilrogers.com. You can buy it off our website. You can oh, it. okay, okay. That's all. So Take it's still out there. Okay, thanks. Thanks a lot. There you go. I should mention that more often that once the end of the year comes, uh, the thing is all over, but you can still get them there on neilrogers.com, which Eric does a great job on, by the way. Oh. Thank you, Eric. Or you can just uh, call Center One or even go right to the Center One and pick it up there. Here's Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. For a great time on Saturday, I was the person with the Zeta 4 picture. Right. With the bird and my brother. Yes. Um, thank you very much. We had a great time. And I don't want to cut it short, but I just want to say hello to my father. And Why don't you go back to Brooklyn and stay there? And John Penis. Oh! <laughs> oh. I wish
would want to say obsessed was the word for this guy and his brother. Were they obsessed? Uh-huh. A little bit obsessed? Yes! Right. But, uh, you know, they meant well. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. First time caller. All right. Hey, just wanted to let you know, uh, not all good-looking guys are gay. I got a friend who's very good-looking, right. straight as an arrow, has got a girlfriend every week. Hell, if I was gay, I'd date him. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh Yeah, see but, this is this is a stupid stereotype that uh, a lot of people think that if a guy is pretty, you know, pretty boys, well they must be uh, you know Yeah, some are some baloney. are pretty straight, so but they're out there, so women, you know, don't worry. Okay. They'll find you. Bye bye. And of course one thing about pretty guys, they're all available. Uh-huh. They're all ready. Uh-huh. They're all hot and horny. Uh-huh. And if not, uh, you know, just uh, keep trying. Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami, yes, sir. Neil, first-time caller. All right. Endoscopy. Uh, I had one approximately four months ago. Okay. And it um, sounds like you survived. Nothing to it. Right. They kind of put me down. I woke up, went home, went about my business. Hmm. Good luck, buddy. Thanks. Thanks. See, it's a piece of cake, and Boca Brian's in there hyperventilating and peeing all over himself, and he's not even the one that's going to go do it. Had to change his underwear two or three times after I told him, you know, and, and you ought to be doing an old fart like you. Not the endoscopy, but certainly the colonoscopy, yeah. After 40, you got to, like, let them stick it in your Rectum. In that uh, camera, too. I'm telling you right now, because better be safe than sorry. Rectum. Spread them. Is it book them or spread them? I forget how that goes. Here's a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello. Neil. I think Jack Lord used to say spread them. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just want to talk to your sidekick, George. He gave me some good advice on the club down there, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Trapeze. I'm in Fort Lauderdale. Outstanding. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot. Okay, thanks a lot, George. Oh, you're welcome. He had a good time there, and he was uh, pawing his hands out for everybody who could, including, I think, Joe Costello. Okay, do we have time? Maybe for one. Uh, here's a mobile implantation. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Steve, first-time caller. 